Coming at you from the Steel City, you're listening to Poor Man's Podcast, Pittsburgh's premier comedy podcast. Your weekly dose of humor hosted by Chris Hopper and with a new special guest each week. And here's your host, Chris Hopper. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Poor Man's Podcast. I'm your host, Chris. Along with me, as always, is the wonderful, is the reliable, is the producer, Cheech. Cheech, how are you this evening? Fucking great. How are you, bub? It's wonderful to see you. I'm happy to be back. I was just telling you before the show, it feels like it's been forever since we've been back here. It's only been a week. It's only been a week. It's been a busy week for me. It has felt fucking long, though, dude. It has, but... I'm excited for the show tonight. It's all worth it because we have a giant show tonight. Right now, we are greeted, greeted, geez, we're joined by guest <laughs> Marcus Cox. Marcus, we are so happy to have you back here. No, not back. You're back on the show, back though. on the show, yeah. What's up, man? How you doing? I'm, we're doing a lot better, as you can see from your surroundings. in a new venue. You got a sound guy. Oh, yeah. yeah. He wasn't here last time. It was just me oh, and Shay doing yeah. it. Yeah. Last time yeah. you was doing everything on your own. Yeah, now I'm, I have the sound off. Yeah. <laughs> everything yeah. I, I still got to go with the video and everything else, but everything's going well. Oh, this is cool. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad to see it, man. Have you been here before? I guess not. No, no. 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 Don't they do comedy here? Yeah, they. Well, they do open mics on Thursday, and then they do. They've done a handful of shows here and there. No, man. No one asked me to do it. I ain't cool enough. I guess not. No. You don't think so? <laughs> uh, I think. Uh, you're I feel cool like you'd enough, be a pretty man. big. Shit. I feel like you'd cool be a pretty enough, big get. Man. Oh, no. I don't know. Maybe they're just haters out there. Probably. Probably. I can't think of any other reason. <laughs> Cheech, while we're at the beginning, let's hit the rundown. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the rundown. Uh, On stupid. Every- yeah, it was. That was the smoothest Shit. we have done it. Damn I've straight. asked for it. It was there, and we did it. Uh, rundown, opening thoughts, plus Marcus Cox. And then after we talk about that, we're going to get to beers of the week. We have our stuff to do in Pittsburgh, the weekend guide, the best things to do in Pittsburgh. And then our second half, we are joined by John Shalkowski, nailed it, uh, from Odd Pittsburgh. Check his stuff out on Facebook, on Instagram. Uh, We'll find out all his social media stuff. But anybody from Pittsburgh, Western Pennsylvania, or anybody who's just interested in history, he has so much information. We were just talking to him before the show, and I can't wait to talk to him. Um, (laughs) There we go, Cheech. Next week, we have Trevor Austin uh, and Logan Gattenby. I'm excited to have both of them on. I just got to meet them a couple weeks ago. Marcus, I did my first open mic. I don't know if I told you that. No, I saw saw it on Facebook. Yeah, I I did. I went on there. I said I knew it was a matter of time. Yeah, Yeah, thank you, man. I I think I did say that. You're always supportive. That's that's one thing I'll say about Marcus. How did it go? Uh, The first one went all right. I did it at Corner Cafe or whatever, and it went all right. And then I did it at Willow Station. It seemed to not go as well. The third time I did it, didn't seem to go as well. But I did the same stuff, and I was like, "Mics are tough, man. You ain't, you ain't, you, you're not gonna do that great. I mean, you can, yeah, you can, but you can't base it off that." Well, my most recent one, I've done four, and I yeah. left with a good taste in my mouth. It seemed to be all right. So I'm gonna get. I guess I'll keep going back. Keep them coming, yeah, baby. Yeah, you're on the right page, then. Yeah, absolutely. So what's the, uh, since we've seen you last? What have you been up to, Marcus? Man, what, it's been. Has it been a year? It's been I, well. You know what? We were just saying when you came on. I don't know why I remember you saying something. It was either you or Chance um, that said something about the 100th episode or something like have us back on for the 100th episode. Oh yeah, yeah this yeah, is yeah, the one as close to the 100th episode oh, as we damn, could do. Look at that. This Hell is yeah. One, yeah. There's Shay. <laughs> yeah. 
You know what, Cheech? We're going to pretend like Shay's We're here. We're going to pretend like yeah. she's here. Shay, are you here? Great. Shay, are you here? Hell yeah. Thank you. I'm excited <laughs> to have you here, man. Are you excited Marcus is here? Hell yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah. I'm excited to have him, too. But yeah, yeah. no. Uh, uh, yeah. I've uh, just been um, doing stand-up like I always do. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, since you guys, since I last been here, um, been out to improv. Yeah. Um, I saw you were headlining. Uh, oh, what was it? It's one of the theaters downtown. Oh yeah, I did the Greer Cabaret. Yeah, how was that? Back in March, it was nice. It could have been better. Yeah, but they had um, they were real strict with the vax. Calls. Oh right, I guess yeah, yeah. So a lot of my people aren't vax, and they actually had turned some people away. Oh, right. oh that's so yeah, stupid, it did man. suck. Like that. I so even good. tried to walk in. They were like, "Let me see your vax card." I was like, "My name is on the." <laughs> 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 right? like, what you I'm gonna like, do? My man? name is on the yeah. marquee. They were like, they were like, yeah. Damn, give me the vax. But it's I'm not like, on the vax list, shit, and that's right. what matters. Crazy to me, man. Bro, they it were, really is. They were so strict on it. So don't get me wrong; it was a good time. Still, we still was a decent crowd. People still came, and you know, just to headline that theater for the first time. Yeah, it happened to be St. Patrick's Day too. So uh, that, kinda, that has to hurt too. Yeah, that kind of messed it up a little bit. But I had some people come in that came from the bar and they were drinking and they were real fun. <laughs> yeah. You know? So, um, but that was definitely like a, a milestone. You know. Yeah, that was that. awesome. Yeah, just was just cool. see, being able to see your name on that—that that yeah, must be just, awesome. It was like, yeah, it was blown away just seeing my name up on that big marquee downtown Pittsburgh. Plus, it's just like all the hard work you put in over years and yeah. years, and just seeing that—is there's some satisfaction there? Like, okay, Absolutely. it wasn't wasted time. Right, Hell yeah. Right. Right. Hell yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Jack. <laughs> yeah, I did that earlier this year. Um, I, sh- I shot a short film. Oh, oh, that's sweet. Yeah, I, did I was going to ask you. another one. Yeah, I did a short film up at uh, Duquesne. Okay. Her name is um, Ashlyn Boots. I'm shout her out. She, she directed it. And she stars in it. Um, it's on YouTube. It's called Ideas of Evil. I'm like a college student in it. Yeah? Yeah, it was pretty cool. And we're actually shooting another one next week. Oh, no way. Uh, I forget the name. I just got the script. So, how do you like acting? Because the, the first time we had you on, mm-hmm. you were just talking about. I think it was a league of their own, and you were saying they wanted oh, you yeah, to cut yeah. your hair really dumb or something. Yeah, they wanted me to grow my hair out like it was like the 1940s. Yeah, and have like a little fro with a part in it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And take off all my face. I don't have that much. Yeah. just to take it all off and keep it off for like the whole summer. So I did a couple episodes of that, and I haven't, I haven't watched it. Did you watch it? I haven't. Did you well, watch when you it? said you weren't go, you weren't about it, I, I honestly that was the reason I haven't. You know, I'll be honest. I <laughs> did watch like one episode. Yeah, and turn it off. It just wasn't interesting to me. Yeah, yeah. I, I went I went to uh, CCAC Boyce or whatever when they had the cars and stuff there. Yeah, and yeah. I, I checked that out, and I thought that was pretty cool. But no, I didn't see any more. Yeah, that. no, it was just it was just extra work. There was no lines or nothing yeah. like that. So, so what kind of stuff you said you have coming up? Or you you said you were doing that the movie and yeah, then you have it. something else coming up. You just got the script on. Can short you tell film, us anything? Yeah, short film we're filming next week. I'm I don't have a lot of details on it. Yeah. Um, we're just trying to pick the the dates, make sure everybody's schedule all online. Yeah. So I know I'm I'm like a um I know I'm like a dad in it. So yeah, that's. Regular. How, you know I, mean? like I can day. see you being a dad. I am at that. Yeah, so it's well, be just regular. I mean, yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. I feel that. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. gonna be just regular. So. Is it weird, kind of like when they ask you to do a role that yeah. is so close to what you normally are? Like, just be a dad versus yeah. like be a robot. Like, if you if right. they tell you to do right. that, you're like, okay, let me get in this mindset. Let me get in the mindset. But I feel like if you're like, do what you normally do, you overthink it. And it's just oh no, like, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. right, you're right. Because like I said, when I was like the college kid in the in the last one. 
it was cool. Like I yeah. was older than them. You could, yeah. I mean, you could tell. I mean, I don't look that old, but you could tell I was a little bit older than them. They You're looked, the red-shirted like, senior. Yeah, yeah, I was, <laughs> yeah. I, I was there for like, like six years. <laughs> four. Yeah, maybe you're in med school, man. <laughs> Could have been. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, no, I built a relationship with her and her company. So we got another one coming out. Um, probably towards the end of the year. What's this? Like almost end of the year right now. Yeah, probably close enough. End of the year, maybe early next. I'm not sure how long it takes mm-hmm. to film it, and then. I have Thursday at Apis Mead. Okay. Carnegie. That's an all crowd work show. No material. How's that work then? So you, you just, just go up. Yeah. Like you go up, like the host goes up, she does her thing and you go up. I think you get, it's been like three years since we've done that because of COVID and stuff. I think you get like 10 minutes. Okay. And you just go up and just start talking shit to them. And just pick people out. They can mess with you. They can heckle you. Yeah. You get on them and. I guess it would be time. encouraged to be heckled a little bit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like if you, if you have a silent there, crowd, that's going to be rough. Yeah, we get up there and <laughs> somebody starts talking shit to me. I can say to them and back and forth. But they're right. usually like fun crowds. It usually doesn't be, you know. Yeah. I feel like crazy. people that go to those kind of shows, you kind of understand. It's right. not written. Right. Right. It's their spur of the moment kind of thing. Like the people yeah. who like improv kind of, you know. Yeah. There's almost like a little bit of leeway. Like if it was right. written and you were performing your improv skit, like, yeah. okay, well... Half of it is in knowing that it's kind of, right. you know, from the audience. Yeah, no, it was cool. I'm looking forward to it because it's been like three years since we did it. And um, <laughs> I remember the last one we did, a comic guy, I ain't going to say his name. <laughs> he went up there and started doing material. Oh, okay. And the crowd was looking at him like, nah, like you're supposed to be. Yeah. So I had a friend with me. And uh, she's like, I'm going to tell him to get the fuck off the stage. So I was like, okay. <laughs> so she yells, get the fuck off the stage. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He looked at her. He put the mic in the stand and just walked off. <laughs> I would have tore her ass yeah. up. You know? So that like set the tone for the show. So yeah. every other comic after that was scared to go up there. Because by that point, the crowd was in on it too. Yeah, like, yeah. The host was like, if you don't like him, don't get the fuck off the stage. Yeah. So everybody went up there. It was shook. It was like, man, I ain't good. I think one more person got it, I think. They got the American Idol axes. Yeah, you don't like it, get the, get the fuck, fuck off, off the, the stage. stage. <laughs> yeah. That's immediate feedback. Yeah, I, de- I got that Thursday, and then Saturday I'm headlining um, in Jerome, PA. Okay. Wow. <laughs> I don't know. Right? Yeah. I don't know. You mean the that. Jerome, PA? Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. My family used to vacation there. You no, know, Jerome. Yeah. Yeah. So now I'm there Saturday headlining, yeah. and uh, after that. I think I don't have that until like mid October. So yeah, how are you? How do you break down your time with doing some acting and doing comedy? And you just said your dad. Like I mean, that's no, time uh, consuming. Yeah, I spread myself pretty thin sometimes. Yeah, um, <laughs> I mean, stand up usually just on the weekends. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we film, it's usually on the week night, yeah. a week you know weekend, not a weekday. So that's not too bad. Um, yeah. It's not as hard as it sounds. Yeah, yeah. It's not like an everyday thing, but it is. I am busy though. Yeah. How do you how do you come up with new material if you're just doing comedy? Sometimes, like, do you yeah. just kind of pepper it in while you're doing other stuff? Yeah. See I what works. Really, like a lot of comics, they go to mics and they try. Yeah, yeah. Stuff. I'll try something new, like on the show. Like, yeah, yeah. The, like as the show was happening. So um, I feel like you almost get a, a more accurate representation of what a crowd would think if you do right. it there versus in front of four people who aren't really listening. Yeah, there's four people and then like 15 comics. They don't. Yeah, they don't care about what you're they've doing, heard it so. three times a couple different right. ways, but <laughs> right. they get the point. So I'll do it on the fly. I yeah, mean, I mean some comics can't do that, but I'll just do it on the fly. Yeah, 
I saw earlier. You, you, are you not big on the uh, the current scene? <laughs> well, <laughs> I figured I'd touch on it because it seemed you know appropriate. Well, no, we, could, we could touch on it. Yeah, um, I mean, it, the, the 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 comedy scene here in Pittsburgh is definitely changed. Let's okay, just yeah. say that. Not for the better? Uh, It's just different. different. (laughs) That's the answer for when it is worse. It's just different. I'm not going to talk shit, but also, like, it's not. I'm not going to say it's better, but it's different. Yeah, I get it. It's different. It's some things that are happening that should not be happening, but, you know. Yeah, I'll probably delete that post. <laughs> we'll edit this out. What are you talking about, Mark? But yeah, it's just a little different, yeah. man. I, I'm I'm seeing. Uh, uh, okay, let's put it like this. I think that there's a lot of people getting opportunities they shouldn't be doing, getting okay. because they haven't put that time in. Okay, and I there's a lot of guys that have put the time in, prove themselves. Are kind of sitting on the sidelines. Is it because you think the people promoting the show want those people because they, I don't know. Yeah. Because of nepotism or because they want them on the bill. And having little favorites and stuff like that. And I think that it looks bad on the scene because when you're putting people in front of uh, people that come to shows and they see this guy, he's only doing stand-up like two months, and they're like, that wasn't good at all. So yeah. they think everybody's not good. Right. And yeah. they don't give the uh, show a chance when there are good people on the show. I feel like if I went to a show or, uh, or like, went to see a band or whatever, like, yeah. if I thought they were good enough to be on the bill as an opener or as a right. feature or something, right. then they must think enough of them. That must be right. the level yeah. they're at. Yeah. You if you just push them ahead, I mean, right. like, For it's, no reason. Everybody, it's like, it's just, like, everybody's going to be disappointed. It's like how they, everybody. that's what I mean. How they like, say about, like, the quarterbacks in the NFL, oh, maybe he needs to develop, maybe he needs to sit for a year. You just throw a quarterback out there sometimes, you know, the rookie quarterback, yeah, it's right. too fast for him. It's, it, right. they need to get into the speed of the game. Right. And, like, the same with right. that, like, if you're throwing them in there, they might think they want that, but I feel like that is going to just, like, when they go out there expecting this and being hyped up as this yeah. and then fail yeah. or, yeah. I mean, not like I live said, up to it. Everybody gets disappointed, yeah. including the, the people that are fucking, you know, performing. Right, yeah, just yeah. I just think there's a lot of that going on. People are getting up there a little premature. Yeah. I'm not saying they're not good, but I'm just saying maybe they might be a little premature for that opportunity yeah. when there's guys that spend, you know, five years in. They paid their dues. Themselves. Yeah. He's like, uh, yeah, Kenny Pickett, uh, Mr. Biscuit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's saying it's all, you know. Right, yeah, you know sounds, they want- sounds kind of familiar. Yeah, but right. uh, are they, yeah. You'd, you'd like, a, you know, a Josh Allen, you know, yeah, ideally. Yeah, you know. let's not get it. Yeah, yeah. we're talking you about it. You got a separate show. You got a separate show. It's yeah. all good. Uh, right. Yeah, that reminds me. Let's do the sports show every Wednesday with Sports Guy JP. You can listen to the best bets and other sports talk. Uh, from myself and sports guy JP. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Shay agrees. Absolutely. You know, yeah. all in all, I mean, you know, it's good for me. You know, I'm having a good time doing stand up. Um, I just, like I said, just some things. Do you think it is one of those things that, like, if you put in the work and you are good enough, you'll find your way, even if there's people who you feel like shouldn't, or not just you? Right. One would feel like maybe they didn't earn that yet. I mean, if they don't get discouraged, I mean, yeah, I do definitely feel you eventually will get your day, your time, your yeah. opportunities. But a lot of that, what it, it discourages people who, you know, they're right. really trying it. And they're like, man, I'm not even, I'm not even getting that spot. I've been doing this for this long. I'm out every night doing my, yeah. I'm doing this. And then you see somebody that's, you know, 
three months in and they bomb everywhere and you're like, how did they yeah. get on there? You know? So that reminds me, I'll be opening now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, uh, that's just the only thing that I see that is, a yeah. little, I don't, I don't understand, but I don't book, I don't produce. So yeah. I can't, if I book my own shows, I would put who I put on there, but I don't book. So Yeah. I don't go through the headache of producing. Yeah, you don't. You don't like to. You just you know put me on it. I want as little yeah, to do yeah, with it. I don't want to deal with the the venue and then how many people come and then the yeah. money and then making sure the comics come on time. I want to <laughs> go perform and get my money and leave. Especially, I feel like if you're producing and performing, that's Too like much. an extra extra level of stress. I used to do it all the time. I used to produce and then you got to get up there and perform when you're worrying about. Yeah. Come in and right. You got to try to remember your material and not come off that good. So I don't produce. Yeah, well that makes sense. I understand yeah, that. Man, I left it alone, man. Cheech, you know what? Let's let's get into some of the beers, and then we're gonna do the stuff to do in Pittsburgh, and we're gonna get some of Marcus's takes on that. Same. Before we get into that, Marcus, let everybody know where they can find your stuff, uh, just in case I forget to get back to it. But no, you can go on Instagram. It's Marcus Comedy eighty six. Facebook is just Marcus Cox. Uh, I don't have a lot on YouTube, but a couple snips. Uh, YouTube, it's just Marcus Comedy. Well, thank you very much. Definitely check out your uh, short film, right? What was that? Yeah, one that's more on YouTube. It's called Ideas of Evil. Um, it's under, it's Ashlyn Boots. It's on her page. All right, then. Yeah, definitely check it out. I definitely want Hell to. yeah. Cheech. It's a nice little film. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm 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 looking for something new to watch. I just finished uh I mean it's like Master a couple Chef. minutes. I don't, you know, I don't settle <laughs> yeah. too much. Hey. Yeah. It's It'll like give me something to watch next time I go to the bathroom. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's true. That's there we go. You should come out with a whole line of YouTube videos. <laughs> you should. Just yeah, appropriately man. timed for a yeah. morning date. You know, yeah. yeah. Six to eighteen minutes, you know, Good. depending yeah. on how annoying the kids are. Damn straight. I like that idea. Yeah. Series yeah. of morning shitters. <laughs> we'll work on that. Cheech, uh, I'm going to let you do your beer first so I can uh, set everything up, okay? I need a beer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's Little Notch. Little Notch from Log Yard. And uh, it's too dark in here. Hold on. Are you looking for the ABV? Yeah. I'm assuming it's lower because it's Little Notch. It's it's yeah, strange. It's 6.55. 6, 6. Yeah. I've only seen the the tenth place. I've right. never seen yeah, them no, move to the hundred. Yeah, never yeah. seen them before. Six point five five. Six point five five sounds like six point six to me, they man. Had to let you know. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you round up, right? I would if it's five Shit. or over, right? That, yeah, exactly. So what? five is that, or six point six? Oh, okay. What's up? No, I was reading it. Uh, <laughs> it's a it's a West Coast IPA. It's fucking great. It tastes exactly like fucking proper notch. So yeah. you know where I put that. Absolutely. Yeah. We'll rank it in one second. I'm going to tell everybody about my beer this week. Mine is from Evergreen. We have, I hit the wrong thing. Mine is from Evergreen. I have Verdosa. It is an IPA. It is um, 6.8%. I tasted a little bit earlier. Huh. You know, Evergreen, uh, it's nice for uh, an IPA from them. They always do the sours and stuff like that. Yeah. Their IPAs are a little bit milder. Yeah. I like this one. And we'll bring up the uh, we'll bring up the thing so we can rank them, Cheech, okay? Yep. Cheech, I'll let you go first once again. Well, I think we both know where this where this falls. Uh, and it's most certainly Flavor Tan. Flavor Tan. Well, most certainly. It tastes like fucking proper notch, except little. You yeah. know what I mean? It's, yeah, the, it's it, the lighter version. Yeah, Marcus, exactly. you'll, see a, tastes- you'll see on the screen in a second our, our flavor rankings. We do Guy Fieri's Richter scale <laughs> so flavor. Oh, okay. uh, level one is Gangster. That's just like one Michelin star. 
Uh, out of bounds would be two. Shut the front doors, three. And number four, we have Flavortown. Flavortown. So that's how. And Cheech, what did you say your beer was? Flavortown. Oh, you said Flavortown. Yeah. Wow. It yeah. doesn't get much better than that. No, it doesn't. Uh, it really don't. Yeah, After tasting creme de la creme. <laughs> After tasting it again, I'm going out of bounds. It's very good. Um, like I said, 6.8%. It doesn't really taste like it. It's a little bit lighter. But I keep saying it doesn't taste like it. So maybe my palate is just changing, Cheech. It could be. Very maybe well it's not be. everyone else all the time. Maybe I need to look at the man in the look, mirror. Yeah. I mean, yeah, look at the man staring back at you, Bob. Yeah. yeah? Not a bad idea. Michael said it best, right? <laughs> you know what? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and if you're not down, <laughs> if you're not down with that, I've got two words. I didn't mean to hit that right away. But, oh, uh, no, yeah. you're good. I thought you were playing it out. All right. Cheech, well, let's take this uh, time to do stuff to do in Pittsburgh. Let's get all that out of the way. Perfect. I want to hear what Marcus thinks about yeah. some of the uh, weekend events. Oh, let's yeah. do it. Hello, everybody. It's Britta, and I'm so excited because this weekend marks the beginning of October. It is spooky season. It is Halloween. Bring on the fall festivals, the pumpkins, the scary movies, all of the above. It is a the best time of the year, honestly. And as always, we have a jam-packed weekend, so let's jump into it. Starting with the Pittsburgh All-Star Wine and Beer Festival happening at PNC Park. Voted top five best beer festival in the country by USA Today. This event features live music, unlimited samples of over 125 vendors from Pittsburgh and around the world, two free tickets to a Pirates game, and more. Tickets are selling fast, so get yours ASAP. It's a really good deal. You really can't beat that one. Next up is a festival for our sweet loving people. The Hard Cider and Donut Fest is back in Southside on Saturday from 1 to 8 p.m. It's described as part bar hop, part sweet celebration. We just like to call it fun. It's all in the name. You drink hard cider, you have some donuts, and you have a good time. And we have another beer festival um, happening on Saturday, so we hope yens like to drink. It's officially Three Rivers Beer Week in Pittsburgh, kicking off with the first Pour Beer Fest. That is a tongue twister. Attendees receive a commemorative glass while enjoying over 20 local breweries, and there will be food trucks on site if you need to eat some munchies. And lastly, Row House Cinema is welcoming in Spooky Season with a screening of a Rocky Horror Picture Show. It will be an interactive cinema experience, and your ticket includes a prop bag, you absolutely don't want to miss out on this cult classic, plus it's out Row House Cinema, and we heart them. To get tickets to all of these events and even more, visit our weekend guide. We have details on fall wine tastings, fall festivals, pumpkin patches, flea markets, all of the above. So check it out. Thanks, guys. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah. wonderful women from Stuff to Do in Pittsburgh. She Britta killed, this week. She killed it, man. She yeah. fucking killed Britta it. Britta kills it every week. You no can tell doubt. that she takes it. <laughs> she does it in one take. She doesn't mess around. She kills it every single no, yeah, week. Yeah, she killed that. Yeah, she does a she does a great job. Now, for anybody watching, if you did watch, I butchered the slides. I totally put them in the wrong order. <laughs> they said the beer thing, so they did Pittsburgh All Star at PNC Park, and they got the the Three Rivers picture. Three Rivers got <laughs> PNC Park, and that hard cider got Rocky Horror picture. Like that one did it. The the beer ones make sense. The other one, yeah. uh, I don't know, but whatever. Um, let's get to the point. Cheech, out of those, or Marcus, I'll ask you first. Out of the four events, there's a, the the two drinks, there's a hard cider and donut fest, that, um, and then there's Rocky Horror Picture Show, uh, whatever that was. That beer fest sounds decent. 
Where, did, where was that at? Three Rivers. Yeah, so it's the All Star. Uh, it's the All Star Wine and Beer Festival, October first. They were saying it's like nationally ranked. Yeah. Chiefs, you have the the thing. Are you gonna pull yeah, that up real quick? I, I would definitely go to that. That's my choice. That's basically the only reason you have to go to PNC Park, right? Yeah, that's a fact. Voted yeah. top five be- uh, best beer festival in the country by USA Today. Yeah. yeah Isn't it's Barrel it's and it's Flow like up there too? There's a bunch around oh, yeah, here. Barrel and Flow got their thing going on. Yeah, uh, that was a couple weeks. There's there's a couple. Yeah. yeah, they they did it because we did the Bellevue one uh, the beginning of August, right? Right. And then Rhythm and or, and then Barrel and Flow, I think, was the week after, or two weeks after that. So it might be a month now, but yeah, I guess yeah, it's another nationally one. ranked one. I ain't going to Kennywood. I know that. <laughs> yeah. Heard it, my friend. Oh, my Heard God. that shit. Man. Fright night, I'll say. Yeah, I'll say <laughs> shit. It was the first night too. Yeah. yeah. Down there shooting. Man. It was. It was like the biggest up, crowd in Fright Night history. Well, we, going we, we just, matched by the biggest police presence at the end of a Fright Night in history. Ju- we just met. We just touched on this last week. Really? We didn't oh, we yeah. Talking we about had we had Matt yeah. Light on last week. We were talking about Kennywood rides. And he was saying how the the scariest part of Kennywood is is, is just the there. park. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> is, is getting into Kennywood. Yeah, Kennywood's in the hood. Yeah, bro. Same with Sandcastle. Like, who's, Sand who's Castle, fucking yeah. idea was that? You know, Sandcastle, I mean? Kennywood, yeah. improv, all the places. <laughs> yeah. You got all these hood. all these fucking kids going. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. whose bright idea was that? Yeah, yeah. Hey like, man, say, fucking that's Do you want Sandcastle to not have a view of the river? Yeah, it'd be okay. It'd be fine. There's a whole a lot of other fucking water around. Kennywood's right by a river. Too. They just build everything. Well, you know what? Yeah. I feel like we don't have a better person than to talk to in the second half of the show about all the placement of, of parks. Very and we were true. talking about Western Park. True. So we're going to have That's to talk true. to John about that. Um, Chiefs, do any of those stick out to you? Yeah, the All-Star Wine and Beer Festival. You know, if, if I fucking love drinking. Uh, so you picked the same one? Other than the one we just discussed, is there one that well, sticks out to you? Fuck Rocky Horror Okay, I agree. Are we all on the same yeah, page yeah, as that? No, I fucking I'm not hate doing all that Is there anything that. more overrated? It's so, no. <laughs> No. no. Fuck that shit. I yeah. hate it. Nothing. I, I was duped into watching it like a uh, year ago, and what? I've never been so fucking mad in my life. I ain't it's never so watched good. that shit. It's so good. No. It's fucking horrible. I remember I wasted a bunch my of first TV I had. Like, I didn't have cable or anything. I had, I had the little antenna, so I had... Like WPX, I had Channel 11, Channel 4, and then I had Me TV or whatever the fuck that oh, is. Yeah. So Rocky Horror came on that, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to go back to the fucking the 700 Damn Club or straight. whatever the hell it was. Hell yeah. Like, that, well, I, don't, I don't get it. It's just over. Maybe it's, it's not stupid. for me. I don't or like understand. it's campy, fucking but campy stupid. just means bad, right? I don't know. I don't know. People love that <laughs> shit, though. They like they. There's like we'll do the theaters. It. We're gonna we're gonna reenact it in person with yeah. the movie playing behind us. People love that shit. For yeah, I don't. Hello. <laughs> what do you think, Shay? Is that is that all? Uh, yeah, no, that's, I, she whispered to me, that's it. That's, yeah, that, that was, was all, her. she doesn't know that, shit about shit, no, or that, what? That, that <laughs> was like that was feelings it. towards Rocky Horror. Oh, okay, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. yeah, that checks out. That's Hell usually yeah. what she thinks. Okay, thanks, Jay. Thanks for checking in. You know me doing that one, so no Rocky, no <laughs> yeah. Rocky on that one. Um, yeah, there's a lot of things to do on October 1st, other sure. than that. Although, wait, yeah. what the drinking f- one. It says Rocky Horror Picture Show's at 10 a.m.? Who's waking up? Who, I'm not Another setting an alarm it, to go see that sober. Like, An- what? Damn, 10 in the morning. That's the kind of weirdo that would go fucking see that. Yeah, the only right, reason I'm seeing right. that at 10 a.m. is if it's day three in, like, <laughs> Vegas, and I'm like, I need some place that has booze still. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Nah, that ain't Other good. than that, <laughs> this has been Poor Man's Podcast for Rocky Horror Picture Show Hell at yeah. Row House Cinema. <laughs>
Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, and then they have the hard cider and donut one. That one, I feel like they did that a couple months ago, but I don't know. Yeah. That one didn't seem too bad. I mean, no, definitely not. Yeah. That's not too bad. Yeah, I feel like The that. other one was just voted. Like, best right. in the country. Yeah, I mean, right. I, I'll go to either drinking yeah. one. Whatever. Gotta check that I out. I don't give a shit. But that yeah. has to be the, the number one reason to go to Pansy. Like, I was just saying. Well, that or the view, yeah, for sure. It yeah, is. Def- well, definitely nice not the fucking bucket. It is nice, but, like, it's been, what, 20 years now? When did it go? 2001, 2003, 2001? Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so... We need him to just sit here all the time. <laughs> Every show. It was 1862, right? It was 1864. Okay, whatever. Thank you. Thanks, John. No, but yeah, it was like that. And it's been what? They've had three winning seasons in 22 years Something or 21? Like something like that, yes. The, the, the reason to go to PNC is definitely not the fucking It's not. Just, it's the chill spot. It's yeah. just Facts. chill shit. That's yeah. all. Yeah. Marcus, what's yeah. your, what's your yeah. sport of choice? Oh, football! Yeah, yeah, football number one. Yeah, yeah. you, you're, are you, uh, are you somebody who likes to make parlays and make some bets yeah, on Sunday? I'm, I'm betting tonight. Actually. How are you at it? Is it is NFL? It, I'm not that good. NBA, I be cracking them. That's that. I hear a lot of people say NBA yeah, is easier to bet NBA than NFL because, because the reason why it's easier is because they're constantly on the floor. They play offense and defense. Yeah, when you pick, uh, for example, just say you know Tom Brady to get 250 yards. And the other team has a, the ball for like the whole quarter. Yeah, yeah. He's shut out. Yeah. But basketball, the opportunity is all. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, they have more. Yeah, twenty that points. Sense. That's likely because yeah. they're out there. They only yeah. get a couple little breathers. Right. They're out there. All, At the most, it's twenty four seconds before they can touch the ball again or whatever. Yeah. So Where you know NBA, it could be yeah, eight minutes, yeah. like you were saying. Right. NFL is hard, man. I I crack them a few times, but. NBA is definitely where it's at. I rarely get the parlay. If I'm going to do it, maybe I'll, I'll get the money line or the spread or whatever. Straight, it's hard yeah. to get some of those. And the anytime touchdowns yeah. crush me, other than Jonathan Taylor last year. Oh, yeah. Touch, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, he was crushing last year. Now, this year, it's like Cooper Cup. Yeah. True. He, he scores like every damn game. I so feel like I'll, I'll bet whatever, and then I'll be like Cooper Cup touchdown, and then it makes me win less money. <laughs> like Because yeah, it's that automatic. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, but, yeah. But, Chief, yeah. You, are you? A, are you? Do you, do you use Fanduel or anything I like don't that? Good. No. Don't get into no, it. I got, no, a, I got a hell of an. It addictive. makes every game yeah. way more I got, interesting. I got a hell of an addictive personality, Chris. <laughs> yeah. You didn't know, man. So I try yeah. to stay away from that. No, shit. I feel it, man. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah. definitely addicked to it. I mean, not not horribly. <laughs> yeah. Not you know, yeah. I ain't put up the house or nothing. <laughs> yeah. no, I'm still, you know, it's still money every it. fucking week. I do it weekly. Yeah, it's still enough. It's enough. Fifteen dollars here and there. Is it that much? And then you're like, you know what? The next one, I totally. God, it's Sunday night, man. I know it. The Packers are going to cover. Yeah. Nope. Throw another 15 <laughs> yeah. out. Come on, Justin Fields. Get it together, Fucking man. Hell, man. Killing me. Yeah. Marcus, you said you have the the, the the kind of improv, the crowd work show Thursday. Yep. Uh, you said Jamal. Jamal. <laughs> Jerome. Jerome. Man. Jerome. I knew it started with Fuck. a J, man. Jamal. Jamal Jer- PA. There's a Jerome Jesus. PA. There's a Tyrone PA. Yeah. Bellamy. Is there? Yeah, there is. Yeah. Um, no, Jerome. Okay, Jerome. That, I was it's close. That, uh, it's not like Knucklehead Saloon. Oh, okay. It's me, Kaylee Dumas, and um, Derek Minto. Oh, okay, yeah. Yep. Well, that sounds like a good time, man. 
Definitely check good. that out yeah. if you're in Jamal or whatever, you know. I don't think anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anybody. We have a big following in Jerome. Jamal. Uh, yeah. In case, you know, you're vacationing in Jerome Saturday. <laughs> yeah. Come out. Well, Damn, a, yeah. I, was, I was just there it's last week. It's that time weekend, of the year, man. man. The season's changing. I was there last weekend right before yeah. the fucking I like to watch changed. the leaves change colors in Jerome. I like yeah. to spend my summer there. And I like to watch Marcus perform comedy there on Saturday Thursday should be good, though. Honestly, Thursday should be a good show because it's improv. And yeah, it's, and, and it's a bunch of us on there, so always a good time. Absolutely, we'll we'll, we'll make sure we post it all the time. Marcus, it's yeah, yeah. awesome to have you back on. Thank you so Thank much you for having me. It's man. a lot better than than the uh, apartment living room. The now. apartment was cool though. I mean, yeah. We recorded forever though. Yeah, we recorded for like three hours. I was just gonna say, it I think like that was the longest show hours. we had. Like, yeah, damn, I'm ready to leave. I don't have shit. <laughs> I don't have well, we can, we we were recording, and then every time we were, I was like, all right, and then we were talking about. Um, Oh God! We talked about a bunch of shit. Like what was the fucking song? It was Chris seven days. Or it was. Oh, oh, the uh, Craig Davis. Craig song. Davis. Yeah, yeah. Craig <laughs> yeah. Davis. We went on a tangent about him. We talked about. <laughs> yeah. Did we talk about nine eleven? Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. talked about you said Craig, Craig David. You said Craig David was the European Michael Jackson. That's what. Or did Chance say that? But he was saying he was a big star before he came over here. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that episode was hella long. We talked about everything. Yeah, I feel like I took like two or three pee breaks. <laughs> yeah, we kept taking breaks and everybody, oh, we're gonna go back like a couple more minutes. <laughs> Hour and a half goes by. I was by. like, yo, this is the longest episode I've ever Yeah. Had. It was like 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. We started at like 7 for <laughs> sure. Yeah. Shit, bro. Yeah, it was late. It <laughs> kept going. I just That's tapped what out at some point. Bro, I put the headphones on and be like, all right, I'm uh, out. Well, man, <laughs> it was fun, but yeah, it was long as heck. Yeah, well, it kept going. Like, yeah, I feel like now that you said it was nine eleven, and then that added talking about twenty eight minutes, and then like <laughs> we start talking about nine eleven, and they start getting emotional. And shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Know. There were so many different moods, and like, yeah. we were laughing. People were like, "Oh my god, I just heard them inside the building." I'm like, "Yo, <laughs> yeah." The smell this. of flesh yeah. is interesting. Like, yeah, okay, yeah, we're no. going like yeah. every direction. No, I don't remember. But that's a good reason for you to go back and, and listen to that. Yeah. It was it was Marcus, yeah, it was yeah. Chance, and it yeah. was Ann Casper, Ann Casper, I believe. If you have eight hours to <laughs> yeah. watch it. Yeah, man. Uh, you, if you have to go to the bathroom, you can watch Marcus's uh, film. If you have to drive, if you have to fly yeah. to Tokyo, you can listen to his interview with us. You sure can. Yeah. Yes, sir. You can listen to at least two thirds yeah. of it, at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least twice. But Marcus, thank you yes, so sir. much for uh, for joining us tonight. It's always nice seeing you. Yeah, man. Thanks Shay, for thanks for uh, not being here. You know, whatever. Uh, we yeah. all noticed. We all noted. So Hell thank yeah. you very much. Hope you enjoy it in Seattle away from Marcus. I know. I'm going to have to get on her. She, yeah. This is the week she decides to go. Huh? It's weird. It's almost like it's a personal she thing. She knew you were yeah, coming it's, it's, on. I'm she taking that flight personal. for this I, I told her. I'm taking that personal. I asked, I asked you probably like almost a month ago. Up. About a month. Yeah. yeah, it was like a month. I, I, oh, it was yeah, personal. Yeah, man. That was personal. That's a personal yep. thing. She's yep. definitely getting um, something <laughs> yeah. in her inbox when she opens it. She's a virus. Yeah. I'm sure she uh, but Marcus, thank you yeah. so much. We'll tag you and everything. Cheech, let's take a break and we'll be right back with John with Odd Pittsburgh. Hey, this is Matt Light and you are listening to Poor Man's Podcast. Actually, nobody's listening to this. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back at 565 Live, Speakeasy and Stage in Bellevue. Comedy here Thursdays and Friday, or Thursdays, music here Friday and Saturday and joining us Tonight, we are so lucky. From Odd Pittsburgh, we have John Shalkowski, pronounced correctly. That's right. That's right. 
It's wonderful to it's wonderful to meet you today. We, Cheech and I were talking earlier. We we are both big fans. I, I've been following your Instagram page for a while. It's always interesting stuff. So uh, can you yeah. tell us a little bit about yourself? I guess. Yeah, yeah, of course. Like I'm um, curiosity is what drives me. That's right. I uh, literally woke up one day and I was like, I started researching history of Pittsburgh rivers. That was the first thing. Okay. And I start finding out the origin of the names of the three rivers. Just because oh. I'm curious. Okay. Yeah. 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 I was like. You know, how did the Ohio get its name? What does Monongahela mean? So I find out first that the Ohio River is named after the River of Blood. Oh, no way. Right? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Second is Monongahela. It means River of Falling Embankments or High Embankments. Okay. Pretty, you know. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Pretty standard for a river. Allegheny, (laughs) according to every history of Pittsburgh ever written, is named after an ancient race of giants that once inhabited western Pennsylvania named the Alagawe. Or the Talagawe, as some called. So you think wow. now the story that is passed down from the yeah. Lenny Lenape, which they call themselves the first, first people, they okay. were the first like Native Americans to kind of settle this this area. And there is no written language in Native American culture. Okay, Zero. what just the pictures, hieroglyphics, passed almost down and, and written? Yeah, yeah. So like you would have to have it translated or whatever, or you know, uh, meet somebody that would be able to to translate it down. But the story goes that the, it was already inhabited by these tall people when okay. they first came to Pittsburgh. And there's some kind of battle incurred or whatever where they pushed everybody out. And, and that was kind of the end of the story. And yeah. no They were big. just done? The <laughs> entire species is done? They just got pushed out. They said, I give up. <laughs> no, yeah. no more. Yeah they, yeah, they gave up. They went to West Virginia, apparently. Knoxville, <laughs> yeah. West Virginia. All these other unusual places. And that's kind of the end of the story. Like, it's just another one of those kind of things that's like a David and Goliath, you know, giant versus little guy yeah. story. But 1921, Chancellor of the University of Pittsburgh. Okay. Uh, not only the Chancellor of the University of Pittsburgh, but the director of the Carnegie Museum. Okay, uh, okay. Big, serious guy. He was the first <laughs> person to ever let a lot of women to ever come to Pitt. Oh, okay. Uh, he, uh, this Good guy's call. life story. Yeah. I actually did a whole show <laughs> on just this guy's life story. Yeah. Because it will blow your way. But he was on an archaeological dig in Verona okay. in 1921 and came across, guess what? <laughs> Two nine-foot-tall skeletons. What? No now, fucking shit. It's in the Post-Gazette. It's in the annuals of the Carnegie Museum, and they even put it on display for who knows how many years. What? But it was there. Now, if you go ask Carnegie today, you know, where's the giants? Yeah. They, they don't know what you're talking about. What? Now, it's not so much that it's their fault. They just, it's happened so long ago that, that yeah. it's just someone else. Just gotten forgotten about. Yeah, but who else should know about it? Well, I feel like everybody <laughs> should know about it's it. It's not the only time. 1949, a guy was in an archaeological dig in South Park, found 49 bodies. Two of them being of gigantic stature. The McKee's Rocks burial mound, 1898, was opened up. There was something like 30 people there. One they called the chief, who was something like seven foot five. What? Now the tallest man ever. Okay. Uh, at least according to the Guinness Book of World Records. Yeah. Is a guy named Robert Wadlow. He's that guy you can see like where his dad's six foot tall and he's like still taller than his dad. Uh, uh-huh. And he le- he legitimately was eight foot eleven. Holy shit! So it's fuck. humanly possible to be that big. Yeah. So do you know where he was from? Because that's always in some like Eastern European country. It's no, like he was from weird. Here. Yeah, he's from the United here. States. United States, not Pittsburgh. But <laughs> oh, from, I was like, yeah, yeah. He's remember, from Bellevue. We, we had <laughs> yeah. other strange uh, circus uh, people kind of thing from Pittsburgh, like uh, this guy they called Lobster Boy, and some okay. other weird ones that would travel through. But uh, I have a whole post about the sideshows and the freak shows that they used to hold downtown. I feel like I saw <laughs> that. Pretty insane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, where I tracked down the real photographs of the people that perform there it's incredible just uh, i'll let you get back to your story in a second but like just the research and like 
the amount of work you put in. And it's not like, let me Google this and it's all on one page. It's like, let me uh, find this. this. Like real and research. here's part of something. So let me cling that together with the. Yeah. Do you have like in your bedroom, like the, the thing with like the yes. strings yes. going yeah, together? No. Wait, yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. I got a flash drive full of it. You know? okay. but, yeah. It's essentially, um, you can connect every event yeah. in Pittsburgh to each other. You can connect every person ever born in Pittsburgh to each other if you oh. really work hard enough. <laughs> It'll blow your mind. Yeah. So, like, uh, when you think of Pittsburgh history, what's your first thought? Like steel. Right? Okay. Yeah, steel, right? Yeah. So, the um, Pittsburgh's a lot more than just steel. Yeah. Steel, you're talking about stuff that came out maybe, like, in the 1880s onward, yeah. right? But Pittsburgh was here since the 1700s. Yeah. Right? So, but Pittsburgh wasn't just here during the Revolutionary times <laughs> or even French and Indian War times. Yeah. Pittsburgh was here for a thousand years. Yeah. During biblical times, people were walking around. Right, Pittsburgh. right, yeah. It's not like it just popped up. In fact, yeah. in in, uh, in Washington County, there's a place called Meadowcroft. Okay. The car- radiocarbon dating uh, of the things that they found there date to 12, uh, 10 to 12,000 years ago. Oh, wow. Human beings were walking around Washington County. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what they were doing, but they were there. Yeah. Yeah. Fighting off the, the geese. Um, Just like looking for berries and that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. Wandering. So, you know, but that that's just yeah. people. Yeah, right? right. People go, now I used to carry it around in my car. It sounds real weird, but I would carry it around my car. And I'd take it into places and show it to people and stuff. I probably do have it in there, but you ever heard of a trilobite? Trilobite. Is trilobite? it a three thing? Like, no, I have no it's idea. A, it's a fossil. Fossilized okay. life, right? <laughs> fossilized kind of giant cockroach that once inhabited western pennsylvania it's the pennsylvania state fossil so if you ever oh, dude, what? What remember that right the trilobite is the pennsylvania state fossil i just know the russell grouse or whatever or the mountain laurel looks like right, you know? right. well that um that trilobite was a native of western pennsylvania born yeah. and raised here and died here okay fossilized here how how big it are we went, roughly talking yeah, about this big you know, okay. about the size of a like half a shoe. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and it was a it was a cockroach. Well, kind of uh, much uglier and scarier. I like if you saw this thing coming around, you would not yeah. like you wouldn't even want to step on. It. You just want yeah, to yeah. So the uh, they went extinct. I can hear it. Put it in perspective, <laughs> right? So you have ten thousand years of people, right? Right. Twenty thousand years ago is the last ice age. This trilobite went extinct. I mean, extinct. Yeah. Two hundred and fifty-two million <laughs> years ago. And they lived up to 500 million years ago. So you're talking about a half a billion years of Pittsburgh history. Holy a lot of the stuff we have no idea. We have no idea other than fossils. Right. And, like, and the funny thing is you don't find dinosaurs. You don't find T-Rexes or Brontosaurus or whatever. Uh, because, now, they might have walked around here. Yeah. But for millions and millions and millions of years, Pittsburgh was buried in the bottom of an ocean. No way. Yeah. No. Well, so roughly, when do you think that they would have crossed? They say, uh, they say around 100,000 years ago is when Pittsburgh kind of started emptying out yeah. uh, from one of the last, you know, one of the many ice ages that came through. Yeah. From like the Allegheny Plateau mountain range to okay. the Allegheny Plateau, which is in Ohio, all of that was underwater. Oh, wow. You'll find, if you go to the top of mountains around Pittsburgh, you'll find seashells and things, yeah, yeah. fossils. That's because of that. Huh. <laughs> um, they had giant ferns and strange, like, they didn't have trees. They had giant ferns. Is that stuff you can still that. see, which is like erosion on the side yeah. of a mountain or yeah. something? Every time like you drive from, on the yeah, turnpike, yeah. you see that, those rocks. Yeah. You're looking through time. Yeah, oh, exactly. You're looking through right. millions of years of Pittsburgh history. That's so Fuck. crazy to me. Like, when you drive and you see, like, the different colors, like, and I was just saying this the other, I don't know that it's true or whatever. It's just my own thoughts, okay? I feel like if you did pick, like, any random place in the woods and just dig, like, 10 feet, like, 
Well, there could be anything there. If like, you, uh, how that. likely is it that somebody else dug ten feet? Or, and, like, or there's right, right. nothing, and you still got dirt from like. But right, exactly. Ago. Like that's, that's been unseen kind of dirt from uh, yeah. an ice age. Right. Dude, right. This is sweet. Oh, you're right. Yeah, that's like, why archaeology is so fun. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> that's why like everyone wants to be Indiana Jones because it legitimately is what that is. Next weekend, we're gonna dig a hole, Chris. <laughs> yeah. Right, we're digging a bunch of. If fucking I don't holes. have to run down a hill being chased by a boulder with blow well, darts, that's flying. fine. I don't think yeah. we'll have to, man. I'm I, gonna I really bring don't. my whip. I don't think so. <laughs> right. All right, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you'd be surprised how many places I've been to weird hidden caves all over the north side. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, like mountain uh, caves in the north mountain side. caves, yes, with uh, Native American carvings and drawings in them and stuff. Where is something oh, like that? Yeah, there. That's over yep. by, um, if you were to go on, so off of 279, right okay. by the uh, north, like the exit, uh, trying to think of the uh, road, like um, East Street. It's off of East Street. Okay. It's right off the of East Street Valley, and it's up in a hill. Like, right where the, kind of, if you're looking at Google Map, right where Pittsburgh, like, 279 yeah. meets the last part of land right there on East Street. Is this something right that, like, you could search and find, or is it, well, like, never find uh, okay, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that's the thing. So, <laughs> I spend most of my time, free time, just randomly uh-huh. searching for words. Okay. And <laughs> trying to find out what the earliest mention of these things are. So, okay. if it is something like a cave, you're going to find a lot of stuff, you know, just about caves in general that are published in the newspaper, but... Uh, you will also find, if you know how to look or have the patience to do it, weird stuff that just nobody knows. Huh. That just like it just went through the you know filter of the paper and then time and just people forgot about it. Yeah, it's only now that people can research like this. Like you think about ten years ago, nobody yeah could have access to the stuff that we have access to today. How nobody. how how do they manage to? I mean, I don't know if you know the answer to this, but in general, from like your research, like. These old newspapers, there's just all online now and everything. Yeah. So somebody had to go not through all, all the old newspapers. hundreds that are not. Okay, so yeah. do you go in person other than just online? Do you go to it libraries depends. and find old newspapers and yeah. stuff? It depends that's on what the subject is. Okay. So when I try to prove that the Wright brothers were wrong. No. <laughs> and that a guy named Gustav Whitehead yeah. did it first in Pittsburgh, flew a plane in Pittsburgh. There's 30 yeah. witnesses, right? It was in the front page of the newspaper. There was art, the, the hospital report records. The chief of police has notarized statements. The hospital report records flight. mean it was probably it not wasn't a good. Successful flight. <laughs> yeah. It was yeah. not a successful flight. <laughs> That's the issue. So it was the last flight. <laughs> it took off. It took off. Uh, it was the best flight into a third-story building. So what? It was a third-story building unless you were flying. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's pretty. Yeah. That's not just now, jumping. According up. to the Smithsonian, which they have been in touch with me, um, because I was been part of a secret team. <laughs> Uh, I Do you wear it, cloaks in this team? Were you ready for this? Okay. I, I mentioned I it. I, I, I came across it randomly. Yes. Randomly yeah. on, uh, I was searching newspapers for a guy who invented a perpetual motion machine, a machine that you could turn on right. and it would never turn off, yeah. ever. No one's ever been able to do it, ever. People have been trying to do this since the beginning of machines. Uh, if you could solve that problem, even with like magnetism, if you could figure out something, it's still eventually going to stop. So how do you, without being pushed, so how do you create a perpetual motion machine? Um, next to this article about the guy who apparently did it, by the way, <laughs> uh, this is in 1897. In right next to it was about the story about this guy who flew an airplane in Oakland, and not just like a hand glider, yeah, or something like a like a engine wings. Right. He had a passenger on the plane. Oh, jeez! And so you see that yeah. once in the paper, you're like, well, it could just be somebody writing an article. Yeah. It's in the paper 40 times in just Pittsburgh prior to 1903. Yeah, when Wright brothers claimed to have done it. 
How, um, I mean, when, when were people, I mean, I feel like information obviously didn't pass as much there. So there could be like, okay, we did this here and we did this here, but maybe we got recognized for it first and then not. nobody cares well, does about it. Because we already accepted <laughs> yeah, yeah. that this is the, the, what we, we know. We did know the, this and, you know, we'll just pass Why do off. you know this? That's because that's what people choose. Uh, the Wright brothers are in the, the whole uh, history mafia, man. Well, think about it, right? That's so not the actually, name, When you start looking yeah. into things... Everything. This doesn't just have to be about the Wright brothers. You look into anything, okay? Now, I tried to do that just to see yeah. if history is right. Like Coca-Cola, right, is invented by Pemberton. Okay. Right? You see, watch that food, history of foods in America. And I'm like, well, was it really? Does anybody really know? You know, so I, you, you find that answer out if you just look hard enough. And that was true, right? Okay. Things about the first flight, yeah, does not be true. Now, the I, I publicly talk about it on CBS radio, right? And within minutes, I get a call from the Ministry of the Interior, Germany, inviting me to join an international team of mystery, literally trying to prove that Gustav Whitehead, a German, was the first person to fly an airplane and not the right Oh, they're, like, still trying to figure There's, it out and shit. Like, still no, trying that, to prove it. They had it research in Australia, one oh in England. God. And they already had someone in Pittsburgh that they hired was, like, this weird nerd who yeah. doesn't have a cell phone and, and, and he just hangs out at the library. They found one of those guys who just, like, hangs out at the library and paid him to go through, like, every page of the newspapers who weren't scanned. Okay, uh, yeah. To look for things. And he found, like, huh. something like 18 more articles yeah. about this guy. So what's it mean? Um, turns out, there, I mean, there's so much to the story. Yeah. But there's a contract that was created in the 1940s between the remaining right, one of the Wright brothers that was still yeah. alive in his family and basically says that if you were to even like mention that someone flew first prior to the Wright brothers, we'd take all of our funding out of this place. We'd remove the, the airplane we gave you and, and like we'd ruin the Smithsonian's oh, name and all this stuff. And it's in the contract. And I have that contract. Heavy politics, uh, yeah. even when, when you get the, how, like, how do you get? Is it a letter? Is it a text? And like, and then at what point are you like, is this real? Is this a thing, or is this just some prince and you know no trying to get some money from conspiracy. it? I had no idea there was like anything. Yeah, do. you were just doing research and you found oh this guy in Pittsburgh across. because I'm looking at this area did this. It didn't surprise me. Yeah, because like there's so many things that have happened in Pittsburgh first. It will blow your mind. Well, you were saying you had some. some list. Yeah, can Keep you tell us something? Yeah, I'm excited. Coming. Okay, so you ready? Yeah, we have yeah, the first yeah. uh, radio, right? KDKA ready, is number one, well, right? There you go. So I know, we'll I know that one. Entertainment. Okay. Yeah. The first radio, now radio commercial radio, which is what you hear today. Okay. Um, that began in Pittsburgh. Okay. In 1920, uh, with this guy named Frank Conrad and uh, Westinghouse Studios and all this okay. stuff. Um, but he wasn't the first person to create radio. There was another guy, not Marconi, who is credited part of it. Tesla, Tesla of course. Yeah. Tesla, yeah. But another guy named Reginald Fezzedin. Okay. <laughs> now he taught. He was I wish head... we had names like that. Yeah, yeah, me too. yeah he, was, uh, <laughs> he was a crazy guy. He Chris Hopper sucks. Reginald Fezzedin? Reginald Fuck yeah. Fezzedin. Dude. Yes. Professional. Well, he, <laughs> uh, gentleman. he claimed, <laughs> and there's proof that he transmitted his voice for the first time through the air. Uh-huh. Wirelessly, not, you know, to... Yeah. From, University of Pittsburgh down to Allegheny City, like a test that he was doing. Okay. It's not considered like an yeah. official record thing, but it existed and it happened. So does that count? Why that counts, counts, dude. <laughs> right. Is there a limit? It has to, I mean, if that's what it is, then they did it, but no, does yeah, he is credited X amount of feet. like the history of radio, he is credited as being like an early father of radio. Yeah. But um, one of the people, because that's the kind of thing. 
all these inventions. Like yeah. a lot of people would just happen to be working on the same thing and just yeah. didn't know. Well, I, I don't, I mean, I don't, I'm sure you know way more than me, but I remember watching this documentary on Tesla and stuff and it seemed like they really wanted this Marconi guy to be credited for it, even though he took like 17 of Tesla's patents or whatever yeah, to yeah. create well, this. Well, you know, you know about Tesla, uh, you know, he's fired by Thomas Edison yeah. in New York. Uh, he was, ends up digging ditches or whatever. Right, right. And then a guy in, in Westinghouse, yeah. yeah, George Westinghouse is like, you know, it opens up. He just always had people coming in and pitching all the time yeah, and yeah. to work with them. And he was, I could t- talk 10 hours about George Westinghouse. Yeah. He was this guy who took like these ideas of like large amounts of stuff and figured out ways to like reduce it. Okay. So it didn't matter what it was. <laughs> it, it could be about, yeah. first it was the air brakes. He figured out how to use air to stop a train. Okay. No one be, no one knew how to. Prior to him yeah. figuring that out, you had to stop each car individually with like a brake. Yeah, no, you had to sure, hire yeah. people and it stop all uneven, and people would die constantly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so the uh, he created this air brake. He was twenty something years old, became a millionaire. Yeah, um, then he's like, uh, he buys this big house over by Frick Park, and he's digging. That's where I grew up. I grew up all on right. well, I grew up on South Braddock, right over, uh, right over by there. Yeah, yeah. It, it, right by there. Yeah, yeah. and he uh, he's digging in his wife's garden for some reason, hits his natural gas vein. And it becomes so big or so much coming out that he tries to figure, he has the money now to do things. So he's like, I wonder if there's a way <clears throat> to like control. How, how can I capture this? Gas. Yeah. Uh, can I cap it? Can I, can I transmit it? Can I record it with like a gas meter? Can yeah. I, you know, make it safe so that people could have it in their house? And the answer was yes. And he did that. And he's Shit the founder of equitable so gas. Sweet, and then he's like, it doesn't stop there. He already had the technology for, some early electricity type stuff, but he in AC would find and stuff, these yeah. people that would create these technologies that would reduce large yeah, yeah, yeah. pressure. So he found these guys in, you know, Edison stuff was so dangerous, like this direct right, current, right, like right. huge volts of electricity. And it, they were like saying how much energy it wasted too. Imagine if you could have a box yeah. that I could shoot that large in, energy in and kind of transform it into like net, you know, stuff that's safe to use to people's houses. So he invented the transformer. Right, and then he goes on to hire Tesla, yeah, brings yeah. him into Pittsburgh, where Tesla lives here in Pittsburgh for years. Okay, uh, works with him. Was that when he was in his bad shape with the pigeons? He lived or in the hotels? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The hotels that he stayed in. Uh, he was a weird guy. Yeah. Apparently, he did stay with Westinghouse, but he was so weird that they kicked him out to like yeah. hotel. But uh, yeah, that's so that AC power. So yeah, everything right. in this room, like the literally the yeah. everything. Is because of Pittsburgh. There was I. I had like I don't know what it was. It was like a week in like June where I was like, you know what? I should watch every Tesla documentary there is because he's super interesting. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, George Westinghouse basically like paid for him to live at the end of his right, year. right. As so a, you know, you so you go back to uh, his radio, life, right? His so just get back to like technology, entertainment technology, right? Mm-hmm. Um, television was developed by Westinghouse. Okay. And in 1949, a guy named Vladimir Zorkin, which is the guy who invented TV, yeah. uh, created like a cathode ray tube at Westinghouse, which makes TV work. Okay. It was invented in Pittsburgh. And then... And what it, was his name? Vladimir Zorkin. So are you part of like some Russian underground <laughs> cult that's going to say right. he's... Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. what I'm hearing. <laughs> right, right. Well, like he... Um, <laughs> Uh, that technology was first premiered here in Pittsburgh. Television okay, and the coaxial cable connection. You know that. Was do we know what, what? Do we know what was on the first? Yeah. It what was, was called it? The Dupont TV network. Okay. Uh, or WDTV. Sweet. Which is now WPXI. But uh, oh no way! Yeah, yeah, that's where the inaugural broadcast happened. This guy named Edward Shaughnessy. Wow. He, uh, did some kind of like live kids show or whatever huh. it's the first show so it's probably terrifying yeah, that's <laughs> it was like puppets yeah. you know, in 1905 
you know, Edison, but you know, he makes this this yeah. thing that can project movies, right? The movie projector. Well, people were showing it in basements like this, or in churches, or yeah, just yeah. wherever, like at a festival, not an actual theater, like a movie theater. This guy in Pittsburgh in 1905 said, "You know what? I'm gonna. I think I have a space, and I think I'm gonna make this like a movie theater." Uh-huh. He calls it the Nickelodeon, and it becomes right. the world's first <laughs> no movie fucking theater. Shit. So, so you got radio, television, yeah. movies, right? Um, now here's here's where it gets crazy. Let's talk about sports. First. Okay. So, do you know anything about like the first like sports? Firsts. I feel like I know a little bit if you if not, you ask yeah, specifics. Like, yeah, well, I'll not, tell you this: yeah. it's probably a fact that most people don't know. But uh, the world's first college basketball game took place in Pittsburgh. Oh, really? It was actually Sweet. in New Brighton. No shit. Yes. No shit. And, uh, I just moved to New Brighton this yeah, week, man. Yeah. Brighton. Shout out uh, New Brighton, it was Rochester. Like YMCA's prior to that were playing <laughs> yeah. basketball, and then colleges adopted it. And that first college to ever play was New Brighton College. Fuck. So they, they were the first what? college basketball That's team sweet, dude. ever. Now, the, um, that is the coolest thing I've ever well, heard in my life. I'm not done. Okay, so you ready? <laughs> Keep it coming. Um, I want a new Brighton original jersey me so too, bad. bro. So, you know, all sports were, were considered amateur at one time. There was okay, no right. such thing as paid people to play sports. Even the pros were like, had there second no jobs pros. and yeah. third yeah. jobs. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, prior to pros. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, because the invention of professionalism yeah, right. began in Pittsburgh. Oh, no way. So. Back in 18, I can't remember the exact year. I probably thought about it. Yeah. But this guy named, you ready? you're going to love this name, yeah. Pudge Hufflefinger. Fuck yes. Pudge Fucking Huff, yeah. That, Pudge Huffelfinger. Good dude. Old Where in Harry right. Potter is he from? <laughs> yeah. Hufflepuff. Yeah. 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 He, uh, he, Pudge Hufflefinger. And that's so. Pudge yeah. Hufflefinger. He was you just a, call uh, me that the best football <laughs> player at Yale University. Right? He would so be Ivy League. You had <laughs> Pittsburgh, and then you had Allegheny. There were two separate cities, you know, yeah. like that north side and Pittsburgh. For 150 oh. years, there were two separate cities. Okay, it so the like north Cleveland side. And Pittsburgh, yeah, it was like you didn't cross the bridge. Oh, no way. Yeah, it was weird. Uh, 1907 <laughs> is when it became like its own thing, like part of Pittsburgh. Wait, 1907? Yeah, yeah, it wasn't that long ago. <laughs> yeah. That's so. like five people got. Yeah. <laughs> not even like yeah, my no. great grandmother yeah. was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So a lot of people. She was probably about. a North Sider. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess I am now. Fuck. Never okay. mind. I well, grew up. They, yeah. uh, they had they had their own baseball team. Well, they had, you know that's where yeah. Pirates began over there in North Side, Allegheny City. Okay, but so the football, well, were, so, were they the Alleghenies or what am I thinking were, of? Okay, yeah. 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 Um, what well, they were called the Pittsburgh Alleghenies. Yeah. Well, they were called a whole bunch of things. But, yeah. Like I'll, I'll get there. Yeah. So, okay. yeah. Yeah. Anyways, the Af- Allegheny Athletic Association versus the Pittsburgh Athletic Association. Yeah. And these were like legitimate sports teams, amateur sports teams. Yeah. Nobody was paid to play these teams, except for Pudge Hufflefinger. No <laughs> way. Hired, I love it. They hired from Yale to come or from Princeton to come here and play one game, and they figured if like they could get the best football player, yeah, yeah. no rules really against it. And they paid them, and that there's an actual like receipt of that, and that receipt is in the Football Hall of Fame as record of the first person ever paid to play football. That's awesome. That's the first Sweet. professional football player, Pudge Hufflefinger. Pudge Hufflefinger, dude. Well, why haven't I've never football. heard of a Hufflefinger since then? I want, I want then. his jersey, man. That's yeah. what I'm saying. <laughs> well, I mean, think about it. Like, how many people do you think know this? And just in general, zero. let alone yeah. in Pittsburgh, zero. Close no. to Why? close to zero. Why? Don't you think we could be like the Steers would be proud? I read that the first professional like, hey, player was proud of Pudge Hufflefinger. <laughs> Retire his number. I read that it was Orville Wright, man. Right, right. You can't trust him for anything. That's right. Well, so not just ba- you know football uh, for world's first you know yeah. sports, but same thing happened with hockey. Oh, okay. Hockey is the most incredible story. I could talk ten hours about hockey. No joke. Okay. Uh, Pittsburgh. So how many hockey teams do you think Pittsburgh had prior to the Pittsburgh Penguins? 
the names. Most people just thought there was just the Pittsburgh Bengals. Now, right? I did a report, so I know the Pirates, the yeah. Hornets. Okay. Is there a Yellow Jacket? There is. And then that's all I know. Is there another that's one? Yeah, well, yeah. Okay. Is there another one? It's 16. There's 16? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I thought I was good because I knew like three. Yeah, no, nah, I don't requirements of the Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh yeah. Bankers, the Pittsburgh The uh, Bankers. They, they had a cool shirt where it was just like a big like a big money sign, you know. They need like the the burlap sack bag with yeah, the money symbol on it yeah, yeah. and like the black uh, like Pittsburgh Ninja Shamrocks. Turtle thing. Yeah. Yeah. Pittsburgh Shamrocks were around for one oh, year. Oh no way. There was two Pittsburgh Pirates. One yeah. uh but anyways, the 1902 okay. uh same type of thing. This guy is that the first year they had hockey, or when did they no, first have hockey? hockey began here in 1895. Okay, We were only used to playing like indoor lacrosse, kind of on ice, which was like a thing. Uh, but they didn't really what? were introduced huh. to hockey until people from Canada came down yeah. here and like literally showed us how to play the game. Yeah, and then uh, then they intermuraled that one game, and then they kind of split into different teams. Where yeah, like, yeah. But the combined people from Canada and Pittsburgh, and essentially yeah. it became so like a hot thing. Uh-huh. Uh, it, that this guy was like, man, I could make money. I think if I could get like the yeah. best hockey players in the world to come to Pittsburgh. So they got Pudge. So, well, <laughs> yeah, they got all these other guys, you know. And uh, there's one guy named Charlie Lifferton. I remember his name. What? Because in 1901, he won the Stanley Cup with Montreal. Okay. And then all 1902, all of a sudden, he's in Pittsburgh. And it was the last time the Canadians won the Stanley yeah. Cup. Right. Oh. Exactly. So the, uh, why would he come to Pittsburgh, number one? Yeah. Uh, if, you know, if you just won the Stanley Cup and you're from Canada, like, why yeah. would you leave Canada, especially for a non-professional team? Yeah. Um, he it, did the David Beckham move, man. Why'd yeah. you come to MLS? Yeah, yeah. So that's literally what happened. So in 1902, <laughs> oh, man, 1903, soccer. you had the best yeah. hockey players in the world uh-huh. being hired to come to Pittsburgh. And that was the only place in the world that that was happening. Yeah. So, like, the best players from the best teams were leaving all these Canadian teams and everybody else and starting, like, this new thing. So, who who's in charge of paying these players? Like, well, who... That's who, actually yeah. interesting. So, okay. it, it ended up being the this place called the Duquesne Traction Company, which owned... The trolley lines. Okay. And they had this, like, weird secret deal where <laughs> yeah. they would uh, build this place in Oakland <laughs> okay. called the Duquesne Garden, which was there until, like, the, I guess the late 50s or 60s. Okay. Uh, it's also where the world's first ice capades happened. Uh, oh, okay. I think I heard. Okay. They had boxing matches. Maybe there. I'm thinking, is that by, okay, where was it's that downtown right Oakland, or is that like Oakland? Street. Okay. Oakland, right? I Boston, went to like Central Catholic, Street. so I, I feel like, like I heard about that. Yeah. Not far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So the, uh, but that's where the birth of professional hockey began. No way. And the world's first indoor artificial ice surface mm-hmm. ever was there. The first hockey trade to ever occur was in Pittsburgh. Oh, wow. Uh, some of the first female hockey teams, professional teams, was in Pittsburgh. There was huh. four professional hockey female teams. Yeah. Like League of Their Own style in World War One. Oh, really? About. Yeah. It's a story that's never been told. How they have <laughs> women's yeah. hockey? F- the Penguins didn't even join the NHL until, what, 67? Well, they, we had our first NHL franchise in 1920, and then we lost it, like, in 1928. Uh, in 1920, we were then? the Pittsburgh Pirates. Okay. And, we went and they to, were part of what is the NHL the history. NHL. Yeah, yeah, okay. The legitimate NHL. And then they, they dropped that, and it became, like, a minor league uh, team, like the Pittsburgh Hornets, yeah. which was the last team before the Penguins. Then why do we always hear about the original six teams? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, uh, you think with Pittsburgh and how big hockey is here, you think yeah, you yeah. make a big, bigger stink about the fact that it literally began here. How much yeah. of it is just people are told things so they never question anything and don't look at the history? 
All the time. All the time. Like, if yeah. you were to Google right now the history of professional hockey, like, where, who was the first person yeah. ever paid, you're not going to find a real good answer except the one that I edited on Wikipedia. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, but even that. That's the key to always being I had right. I like, struggle yeah. to prove that. Yeah. You know? So, like, if you look at that actual Wikipedia page, you'll see there's, like, yeah. 15 sources yeah. for what I said. He's just like, what's the most ridiculous name I can think of? Pudge Hufflefinger. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. yes, that's it. <laughs> yes. So that's uh, that's just where it begins, you know. Yeah. So we'll go through. Uh, I'll give you a couple more. Um, yeah, the world's first gas station. Okay. Okay. Opens up in East Liberty. That's where the first world's first first gas station. The game Bingo, nineteen twenty, no. by a guy named Hugh Ward was the guy who came up with Bingo here in Pittsburgh. That's where he invented it. Do you know how he came up with the name? Yeah, it was originally called Bino, so the people would go, "Hey, Bino!" <laughs> yeah. And then like uh, they're all getting... sitting down a fire station and yeah. waiting for to call. It literally yeah. started like that. It started with him going yeah. to church festivals in Pittsburgh, yeah, and like introducing this game played with beans, and then they eventually developed in Bingo. Huh? <laughs> like, Dude, fuck yeah. Um, let's see, the world's tallest school. You know, the Cathedral Learning yeah. was the world's tallest school. And then what did they oh, pass? By. It's the second currently. The still. The second tallest school. Yeah. Well, first is the University of Moscow is number one. Uh, okay. Did they the just tallest. do it to, to pass us? Probably. Yeah, but, but probably. for a good, like, fucking 20-something years, it was, uh, it was the tallest school. You know what blows my mind? Because I was looking. I was driving through Pittsburgh to, like, the east end of Pittsburgh by the Square Hill Tunnels. But before that, you, you can kind of see the cathedral on your yeah, left yeah. side if you're jo- driving towards there. And I was like, how tall is that? And it's like 500-some feet or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then I was like, how tall is the statue of or, or the, the Eiffel Tower? The Eiffel Tower is like twice as tall as that. Mm-hmm. That's incredibly tall. And then what? <laughs> That's incredibly and then, tall. Dude, it blows my because yeah. I was I did a deep it's dive on huge, this. Man. I was going to do this on the show, and then we got tracked, lost track like four months ago. So I I just remember the information. Okay, okay. Whatever this place is in like uh, India or you know wherever mm-hmm. somewhere in Asia, it's like three or four is Cathedral Learning. You know yeah. how tall that is. That's cathedral tall. Learning is tall, man. Yeah. It's fucking tall. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, is that what it is? Yeah. <laughs> the, um, you know what's funny about the uh, that's really the well the, go back to what you're saying like these uh, gigantic structures you know with the world's largest clock face. Okay, you know when you're driving on uh, Boulevard of the Allies. Yeah, you're going to go please to, tell me that you is look it. over there to the south side. And you yeah, see the big old used to be the AT and T clock, and then okay, yeah. it was yeah, all these yeah, other yeah, clocks. Yeah. It was yeah. the Duquesne Brewery clock. It was the Stroh's Brewery clock. It was like yeah, all yeah. these clocks. That clock that you see across the river tell right there me, tell is me. the world's largest tell clock me. on Earth. <laughs> Fuck yeah! It's, Fuck se- yeah. it's like something like seven, eight times bigger yeah. than the clock of Big Ben. Yeah. Fucking yeah. Dude. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, so, Fuck those Brits, dude. Da- down right. south side. We got the real Big Ben, too. Dave yeah. straight. we got the true Big Ben. Yeah, Only right. Big Ben I know has two rings on his fingers. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Then uh, here's other weird... Random uh, world's first. You know, the Big Mac was invented in Pittsburgh, of course. I did uh, yeah, hear yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. On McKnight Road, not in Union. Oh, what? Uh, <laughs> McKnight Road. Oh, Mc- yes, no, on McKnight Road. Mc- yeah. Yes, yes. There's a ton of North Hills history, you were just saying. Yeah, yeah, there is. Yeah, <laughs> I can talk about Bellevue history, which is where we are. I can tell We definitely you have to talk about that for a little bit. Including the House of Mystery. What is the House of I'll Mystery? Save it for, I'll save it. <laughs> okay. I, I, I guess the, if I knew it, wouldn't it be the House of Mystery? Very true. Yeah, the world's first picture phone. That oh. was in Pittsburgh. 1970 is when that premiered. Picture phone? Picture phone. Literally plugged into the telephone uh, line, and you could see, like, pictures of who you were talking to. And they premiered it. You can actually find a clip on YouTube of that had they Had that they made How have I never one. heard of that? That's you think ins- it's AT&T did it, too, in 1970, and it took that long 
for that technology to be like commonplace in houses. I wonder how long they like had it before we knew it. <laughs> we also had push button phones. That was yeah. invented in Pittsburgh. Oh, yeah. phones and things like that. You know, like when you dial like, you know, whatever, 412. Yeah. Pittsburgh's yeah, the all this fucking type of stuff. shit. Polio batteries. vaccine, right? Polio, of course. Yeah. Jonas Salk. I knew about that one. First nuclear submarine. The first nuclear knew about power that plant. One as well. Yeah. Knew about that. Well, that's over in your area. You're damn straight <laughs> it is. Uh, hey, say everybody, Midland. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you then, um, you have these fraternal groups, like okay. the police and the, you know, the firefighters. They all belong to fraternal unions and stuff. Yeah. Um, for the FOP number one. In Pittsburgh, Lodge Number One is where it began. Oh, okay. The fire firemen, the Pittsburgh firemen. That is the f the the for the firemen's lodge. It's yeah. number one. They're like both the first are. in the country. First, okay, union yeah. Of firefighters or police anywhere in the world. Wow, right. we're Lodge Number One. So right like on. that's just that. Enough <laughs> <laughs> said. The first EMS. Wow. Prior to a guy in Pittsburgh, there was no such thing as an ICU unit. Okay. That was invented in Pittsburgh at, at University at UPMC. Wow. Same with ambulances and like the, like, a, like an actual car designated for an ambulance right. instead of just, you know, whatever they had randomly yeah. around. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, uh, yeah, that all be at first, like medical frontier stuff is blow your mind. Like the first hand transplant, the first yeah. like heart, liver, lung transplant. None of that shit. Kind of, I was, none of that shit surprises me. I knew that we're, you know, we're It's one of those that. things yeah. where you get like, it's for, for, you know, it's, it's, a good thing, but a bad thing. Like, you you almost don't respect it enough. Like, it's crazy the things that have happened here. But, like, since there's been, you know, so yeah. many of, like, amazing things, they almost get mixed in together. There's so, so like, many. Yeah, yeah. It's like, how about the skeleton down at uh, the T-Rex skeleton? When you go to the Carnegie Museum, you see that big T-Rex. Yeah, yeah. That's real famous. You know why? Because it's one of three T-Rexes ever found. They've never found more than three T-Rexes. In the history of In the time. history of T-Rexes. So I okay. joke you not. I so you pretty not. much Pittsburgh's the shit and <laughs> yes. fuck everyone else is what I'm here. Pretty much. Damn straight. Now, like dude. if you could figure out a way to like promote that somehow. Yeah. Um, well yeah. In, no, a, my, in a big way. Yeah. Like a just the first. Or yeah. I mean you I mean, the list goes on. Like the first Jeep, uh yeah. the first crematorium, the first <laughs> uh suburb in America. Oh, really? yeah. For <laughs> suburb in America was, what, was which one? Evergreen Hamlet. Okay. Eighteen fifty one. Where in is Millville. that? Millville. Oh, Millville. Yeah. yeah. Like uh it was for uh, like a special community that they built like on purpose as a suburb that like counts it's a okay. national register of historic places wow. Shit, um man. the uh, the other sweet. one is uh oh, this, is, this one's great well there's there's two things involving time so i okay. hate time number one i Very, can just tell you i don't believe in time the you're spice? like they got me here at seven yeah because i just literally do not believe in time like, I, don't <laughs> look at the clock. I don't let the clock yeah I don't just, I don't, I go to sleep when I'm tired. There's a giant one on the yeah. south side if you need one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, that's right. But like. Um, it's the biggest in the world. <laughs> that's what I heard. That's right. That's right. Yeah. But you have like, uh, my favorite things about time okay. are, uh, well, number one, daylight savings time. The idea of it, mm-hmm. like the horrible, everyone hates daylight savings time, but that was invented by a Pittsburgher. A guy named Robert Garland. Yeah. Um, yeah. Who, like, fuck that guy. It, it was an old idea. Yeah. It was an yeah. old idea of like saving daylight in order to help farmers and things mm-hmm. like that during that time period. But then, like, didn't think of what it would be like 100 years later. <laughs> yeah. And everyone, like, people like get suicidal because of the daylight yeah. savings time. Right. I mean, no joke. So, like, why, why don't the clock. farmers just wake up a little bit earlier? What makes you question? <laughs> How can one guy in Pittsburgh yeah. be just a guy who literally the entire fucking time? world? He's so yeah. pissed yeah. off that he has to wake up. His wife's like, You better get up an hour earlier. And he's like, If I have to, everyone is. <laughs> That's, right. That's, right. Yeah. That's right. Well, yeah. the, uh, 
well, that's daylight savings time, right? But what yeah. about Eastern Standard Time, right? That's okay, like, right. You know, when you tell people, yeah. like, I'm on a Zoom, like, oh, I'm on Eastern Standard yeah. Time. That also was first, like, not invented, because yeah. you can't invent time, but you can, <laughs> yeah. well, like, push a Human button beings, yeah. that says, this officially marks the beginning of what we call Standard Time. That was done here in Pittsburgh. Oh, really? Yeah, the Alligator Observatory in Riverview Park. Oh, no way. Yeah, a guy literally pushed a button there in 1887 or something. Yeah. said, like... <laughs> Push this the means button and noon. Yeah. And everybody in the world had to go by what he said what he did. Do you think it was he like that was bu- that was the, the day it was supposed to be? Or yeah. it was the day before and he got cold feet and he was like, Oh no, I'm ten <laughs> minutes late. Yeah. You know what? It's it's a it's the next day. Yeah. We'll yeah. start it on the on the second. Yeah. Well think about that. I mean that's, that's oh such a huge that's, contribution that's to mankind. Yeah, that's yeah. That you're talking like a whole nother level. Not yeah. not just to mention I forgot to mention baseball's first. Which oh. is the world's first World Series happened? To right, Pittsburgh, right, yeah. Right, in 1903, they lost, the, they lost to Boston. Right, they did lose. Yeah, yeah. 1909, we won. Yeah, uh, that was against the Detroit Tigers, uh-huh. and the the leader of the Detroit Tigers was Ty Cobb. Oh, okay. And it was like this right. Honest Wagner versus Ty Cobb, like oh duel. yeah, it's like yeah, one of yeah. the best cool things you could look into in the 1909 yeah. World Series. We went, we didn't win again until 1925. Then we went back in 1926 and lost the New York Yankees. Uh, bad because there was like yeah. Lou Gehrig, Babe Ruth, all these people on the. Team. When you yeah. just said the Yankees, I was like, "There's probably seven Hall of Famers." The twenty-seven yeah. Yankees, yeah. yeah. They had a thing called Murder's Row, which is like yeah. this insane uh, offense. But uh, from 1925 to 1960, we didn't win anything. Yeah, forty something and after years ninety, you know, forty. Years. <laughs> so like, and you look at that. When, when's the last time we won a World Series? Nineteen seventy-nine. Right? Yeah, yeah. We're due, man. Yeah. So don't give up. <laughs> fired. I'm telling you, historically, these things come in. Those so when were there? When did they win? 71 and 79 or something so, yeah, like that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and then did they win two in the early? You said? 1909, 1925, 1960, 1971, and 79. That's what we won. <sighs> I'm yeah. trying to, like, find a pattern. The it's world's like, first. 27 were due then. Yeah, nah, yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah. You just got that. Nah, man. Or. Fucking whoop. I mean, they've been kind of around prior to 1933. They were yeah, just yeah, called, yeah. like, the Majestic Roonies or something else. <laughs> weird. But in 1933, when we got our NFL franchise, we didn't win a single yeah, postseason stopped. game until the Immaculate Reception. Oh, no way. That was their first pre- 1972, playoff win. We never went to the playoffs once. Yeah, prior they to 1972. Yeah. That's why it's Immaculate, because think about that. 1933, we never had a winning seat, like a full winning season. That's how bad the Steelers suck. We really got our shit together in the 70s. Then. They were garbage, and they got Chuck Knoll and Joe Green. Chuck Knoll yeah. changed yeah. everything. Right. Chuck Knoll yeah. came in. There's a great documentary for NFL films that you can see, like, all ins and outs of yeah. Chuck Knoll. Like, what he did, he retaught people, like, move your left foot one inch to the left. Yeah. You know, like, he was He that. really he was like instructed that team from the when did they? Out. When did they hire Chuck Knoll in That's the late 60s? 1969. Okay, yeah. yeah. And then 70 sweet. was his first postseason and then 72, well, 73, I guess, was the Immaculate Reception. It's the first one. So, yeah, yeah he drafted, what, like Joe Green. There was Franco Terry Harris Bradshaw, there, Terry Bradshaw, uh, that, Jack Cam, yeah. Jack Lambert, Everyone. Mel yeah. Blunt. Like, yeah. there's some the dream sports. team, baby. Yeah. Mike Webster. Curtain, like, like I think, was it yeah. the 73 or 74 draft? Or maybe it was 72 because uh, they were on it, yeah. where they had, like, three Hall of Famers in the first four rounds. Yeah, yeah. That's insane. Insane. Yeah, insane. Yeah, and Franco and all those guys. They all followed by Page. Oh, really? Oh, cool. yeah. yeah Frank O'Hare stuff's like every day he's yeah. sharing something or liking things. It, that's the thing that blows yeah. my mind the most is like, you know, like the stuff is so universal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That like anybody can enjoy it. It doesn't matter who you are, you know, like whatever your status is. Right. Per se. 
even if it's like a super mega celebrity, they like it just like any, yeah. the guy at McDonald's likes it. It's sell you know the area down the street. It's so interesting. Yeah, yeah. You know, and you're telling stuff that they don't know. You know? Right. So yeah. It's just like it's just this cool thing all getting together. I mean, now you could keep going on and on. I mean, like Johnny Appleseed. Okay. From Pittsburgh. Johnny Appleseed is from Pittsburgh. Not only that, but I found a thing uh, that was published in 1912. That was a story about John Chapman, who's Johnny Appleseed, really old. Well, he was okay. a real man uh, who worked at Fort Pitt who began his journey traveling across the nation, like planting seeds here. Like he planted things. Does that here. mean he just had a bunch of kids and left? Cause I you feel know, like the, you're right. The seed. Well, okay. he, didn't have kids. he didn't have any kids. Yeah. Well, he might've had kids, but uh, the seed he's planting was like religion. Uh, oh, is that what it was? Swedenborg yeah. church. So he was like Jehovah's witness. Yeah. He's just uh, knocking on the cabin. Yeah, that was the seed that was good, but he legitimately did plant seeds. He was a gardener. Yeah. He worked. We know for sure that he worked down in Fort Pitt. Yeah. Um, was but, he the one with the pot on his head, or am I yeah, thinking somebody else? Guy, okay, yeah. yeah. And if you go back and watch the Disney <laughs> cartoon, you go back and watch the Disney cartoon, like the little clip. Yeah, yeah. It, watch the very beginning, the first five seconds. He goes, "Oh, sunny day at Bright Fort Pitt in downtown Pittsburgh." And I'm like, "What? Oh, yeah, so, specific." Uh, yeah. But I tracked down a tree, a couple of groups of trees. Yeah. That apparently were planted by Johnny Appleseed. The himself. wow, the Johnny Appleseed. They're in Keysport, and according to 1920, and they're lemon they trees. There. Yeah, they yeah. were still there in yeah. 1920s. Oh, really? So. Who knows? There could be legitimate apples around Pittsburgh planted by, like, the Johnny Appleseed. Wow. Right? Shit, dude. That's pretty yeah. crazy. There, there's a story about, like, every historical figure. Uh, you, that's what I mean. Like, you can connect almost anybody and anything to Pittsburgh. That is, that's so um, wild. It just blows your mind. For sure. Especially, like, the, the first stuff. The first stuff is just it keeps on going and going and going. Yeah, and as you were saying cool. that, every every single one, it was like, yeah, I've heard a couple of things. You know, I, in high school, I took, like, a Pittsburgh history class that was basically, like, Kennywood is here, and right. okay, that was it. Was like, what do you basic. know why Kennywood is there? Well, why? So that was the end of the trolley stops. Oh, okay. The, uh, <laughs> that was smooth as fuck, my dude. You got to watch the video Can, just for that. But it was the end of a trolley line, and it was a trolley okay. park. So, like, people would take the trolley to where it ended, and then you would just have a picnic. That's like kind of the evolution of Kennywood. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Same yeah. thing okay. with Westview, right. like on the trolley line. Westview was, was yeah. a little different because it was like built on purpose to get, attract people to come to this North Hills and live there. Okay. Uh, so it was kind of built that reason. But Kennywood and that spot, like that river, right where Kennywood is across the river, is Braddock's Field. Right. So like the history of that during the French and Indian War, a lot of people don't realize um, just how important the three rivers were. Uh, to early American history. I always thought just like everything takes place in Philadelphia or Boston or, yeah, yeah. you know, somewhere way over on the coast, not like Anyone Pittsburgh. can crack a bell, yeah, man. Pittsburgh. So, uh, but it turns out everything that there, there is in early American history all t- goes through Pittsburgh. And um, during that time period, there was this defeat, like the worst defeat of any kind of British troops ever. And that's what's called Braddock's Defeat. And this thing called the Battle of the Monongahela, uh-huh. where I found actually a cool story told from the French point of view about a guy who, like, bravely fought. Yeah. Uh, and the, I'll tell you that story because the guy's name was uh, Daniel. His name was Daniel. Uh, I can't remember his last name. Uh, I'll think of it, though. Yeah. But he uh, was a French uh, soldier, and there was one of 30 guys who was stationed at Fort Duquesne. It was a small, tiny fort. Now, you know, it's like real at the yeah. tip. Yeah, yeah. Fort Pitt was 10 times bigger. Um, anyways, he hears that these people, like, not only this guy, General Braddock, coming, who was, like, legendary alone, but bringing with him was a young, like, George Washington, who was, like, 25 years old, in, like, tip-top shape. Mm-hmm. Uh, Daniel Boone was part of that group. Like, <laughs> all these, like, huge The dream team. All these huge yeah, warriors, like, Steel these people Curtin. you don't want to mess with. Right? Charles Barkley. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, they, uh, 
they all start coming. They're marching to Pittsburgh. He hears about it. This Daniel guy is Captain Daniel, and he knows that there's no way he's going to be able. He's going to have to surrender the fort. And like they've had this fort here for you know 25 years. It's going to suck to be the last guy to be in charge of the fort. Like, what do you tell the king yeah. of France? Because it was run by the you know the actual like king. So he decides to go ask the local Native Americans for help because there was hundreds of Native Americans here, and that's a whole another story for another day. But um, groups from all over. There is no Native group to Pittsburgh. There was 50 groups here in Pittsburgh. It was like a melting pot of all Native Americans. You oh, had okay. Mohicans, and you had all these different groups that were not from Pittsburgh, but all here. Anyways, he goes there, and he's like, look, I need your help. The British are coming. They're going to take all the stuff. I've given you all this cool stuff. He's like, you got to, you know, this is probably his exact words, by the way. It sounds like him. Verbatim. That's like and, the drunk history version. <laughs> Come on, man. Let's and, go, uh, bro. They say Washington. No. <laughs> they say no, right? So he leaves. He goes back. He's all disappointed. They have, like, just a, another day before they're totally wiped out. And so he goes back pleading with them again, and this time he rips off his shirt and, like, puts on their war paint and, like, leads the charge Animal House style. Yeah. No joke. Uh, leading all – and they, just, they, they thought it was, like, the most bravest thing they ever saw. So, like, <laughs> 600 Native Americans oh, join him fight. yeah. And, like, these 30 guys. And they don't fight like the British. The British come there in, like, these long lines of people yeah. kind of moving down. Yeah. It, it, it up in trees, and they're, like, yeah, hollering yeah. over here and hollering over there. And all of a sudden, like, velociraptors, they get you. Guerrilla warfare, baby. No joke. Yeah. And they were not used to that. And they were, like, completely wiped out. Braddock was killed, putting George Washington in command Fuck. for the first time in his yeah. life. Giving him a taste of what it meant yeah. to be in charge of other people. What'd he ever do, man? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> he was here multiple, yeah. five different times. Uh, every time he came here was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, his first time, he was like a young, redheaded, 19-year-old yeah. traveling on a secret mission to kind of like tell France to leave. He had like the special buttons, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yes, with yeah. the letters in his buttons he or did. whatever. Yes, yeah, yeah, he did, yeah. But so, anyways, <laughs> everyone knows he won't tell a lie or whatever. Yeah, but not yeah. everyone knows the buttons. So there's stories. On, I thought but the lie thing was Abraham Lincoln. Bro. Oh, maybe stuff. it is. <laughs> Honestly, you know? He led that charge in. Maybe the what's the cherry killed. tree? Sorry, he was the first one killed. Okay, yeah, <laughs> is that nuts? But the um, the story you'd never hear that story. You yeah, know, it's not in any kind of history book. You have to like look into the genealogy of different people, find these like hidden stories, and then uh, everything's told from like the winners. You know, so okay, the British, yeah. whatever they they don't tell right. The French yeah, story. yeah. Well, he was, you know, killed yeah. in battle, like a hero, buried at the point. Right. There's like, I don't know how many burials, like hundreds of burials right at Point State Park. Oh, really? No tombstone, no marker, Bury no te- or Dig 10 feet there, Cheech. I have people that have dug <laughs> down. Yeah. Found, yeah. Some, yeah. found uh, some femurs like, of T-Rexes. Things, you know? so, yeah. so, you guys got, like, questions? <laughs> I have a question about yeah. Punk's Tony Phil. Yes. Okay. <laughs> oh, my All God. Right. God. Yeah, yeah, I literally just looked at the computer and was like, fuck yeah, I'm glad I looked there. How many Punk's Tony Phil's have there been? Well, I mean, I don't know. It's but super but hard to find out. I can tell you, this is a trick question. It's a trick question. There really only has been one. No, <laughs> yes, no, this is it. This, e- <laughs> this eternal elixir ain't fucking yes, fooling yes. me, bro. <laughs> but yes. my math, I like, it's 27.2. We were discussing it earlier, yeah. and we were trying to figure it out, and they said the first punk... I guess the only Punxsutawney <laughs> yeah. was in like 18, I bet you know 1886. And now we, we figured out the groundhog's lifespan is three to five years in the wild. Right. We're assuming he's bougie as fuck and gets pampered. Yeah. So five so years. So we're saying five years at the most. Matt so that means the minimum, we're at what, 27. 27.2? 27.2. So we're saying that's if they all lived their maximum lifespans. Correct. We're probably talking 30 plus. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're probably right. But yeah, you know, Everyone knows there's only one. <laughs> <laughs> but have you ever heard of Pittsburghville? Nah. 
Though, you know, Pittsburgh had a groundhog, too. Sick. And during the same time. Not fell. And, in fact, He's they, the how they last. gobbler's knob and all these people got together, the prognosticator, yeah. prognosticator, the yeah. seer of seers, <laughs> right? How they chose this guy was that it was like these newspaper organizations that got together first, and they had these competing things about whose groundhog was better, Pittsburgh's <laughs> or Punxsutawney's. Punxsutawney ended up winning, but you know what they used to do? Mm-hmm. So they would go out on a, on a groundhog hunt. Okay. And then they would celebrate with, like, groundhog punch. And the guest of dinner, you know. Punch? Punch. And so they would drink something related to the groundhog? No, no, no. They would okay, they just call it. the groundhog okay, yeah. at the end of the groundhog day. <laughs> okay. So that was the big thing. they pull them out and they would, hey, nice to, you yeah. know, whatever, and they'd eat them. So that's right the rich, traditional. So one. Phil's oh, the yeah, one yeah. who got spared. So you'd almost, with your theory, then would be 30, <laughs> be a lot more than that, because early on, they'd kill oh, shit. one every year. So yeah. we're looking at like 35 <laughs> yeah. punks and 20. We're yeah, looking at maybe, what? how many years is that maybe now? Maybe even 40. They're dude. savages. Yes, They're savages until the 40s right. or 50s, man. That's what I'm saying. That's probably, then, that five is probably then. one or two at best. God damn. We're probably talking Our 60 plus. Was, yeah, way off, Bob. Way off. We tried. If, if okay, so let me ask you this: If you were talking to somebody that wasn't from Pittsburgh and they said, "Tell me something interesting about Pittsburgh," what's kind of your go-to? Oh well, I mean, not only the number one, you got to tell them stories about the Giants. You know, yeah. Like, who? You know, that's just an interesting story to me. Yeah, yeah. that's a great. way That's to strange start for off. to not hear about either. Well, yeah, I'm trying to make a big change <laughs> that you know. So the. Uh, and I have contacted the Carnegie. The nice yeah, thing about yeah. doing, you know, being on social media is that, like, I can tag whoever you want to tag, yeah. send messages, get in touch with anybody you need, and yeah. find out the answer. Right. Any question you have, like, not just hit Pittsburgh history related, you can find anything you want. You know, you just just ask somebody. It. It's amazing yeah. how many people respond. Just Nike it. You know, yeah. Just it, <laughs> yeah. You know? But the... Um, Nike was actually founded in Pittsburgh before they moved to Oregon. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but you, you get these kind of... Uh, so that's what I, you know, when I... People are not from Pittsburgh. Or like I, I work with people who are, you know, from all over, and uh, they say, "Tell me something interesting." Like yeah. That. So you just start mentioning just the world's first from sports world's first. Yeah, yeah. And right there, you got everybody beat. Yeah. You know, you're the first World Series, the first professional football player, the first professional hockey team, first college basketball team. I mean, I'm sure if I looked into more, there's more. The last, yeah, uh, first, uh, you know, tennis championship was here in Pittsburgh. Can you tell me, uh, on, uh, this on. is random, but wh- what were the Golden Triangles? That was the, the tennis team, right? Yeah, the Triangles. Okay, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, the leader of that team was, was another great name, like Pudge Uffelfinger, right? <laughs> Von Gulagong. Oh, oh, my <laughs> God. Yeah. He sounds uh, like a Von con man. <laughs> Von Gulagong. He sounds like one of those, like, uh, who's the guy that does, like, the yoga? He's, like, a con man, though, or whatever. The whole, it's like the... Oh fuck! It's whatever yoga, big, big drum or whatever. I don't, yeah. know. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Like, I um, interrupted everything. Go. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, like it, you, you start talking about those types of things, yeah. and nobody can compete with that information. And right. Then, you know, the ultimate card, of course, is just throwing out Tesla. You know. And yeah. You know, hey, you know, everything you have in the world is because of Tesla. So, in Pittsburgh, so the, you know. how long was Tesla in Pittsburgh? Because <laughs> I'm super interested in. He Tesla. was only in for maybe two years. Okay. Uh, he stayed at the Monongahela House, which is at the end of the Smithfield Street Bridge. Okay. Uh, going towards the city. It was like a hotel on the left-hand side. That's where he spent most of his time. Then he traveled to a couple other different hotels, like Fort Pitt Hotel. All these places don't yeah. exist anymore. But, like, um, he, from what I could tell, uh, like, his, where he actually worked, it's kind of where the David Lawrence Convention Center is today. Oh, that okay, general cool. general area is where the Westinghouse had a factory before he moved to East Pittsburgh, uh, yeah. you know, which is where, like, you know, the factory ended up. 
he, he keeps on going his that guy's story uh, westinghouse i mean he invented car shocks you know yeah uh, so his whole story, big deal yeah, yeah, just yeah. On. his whole story is so cool because like i was saying i was i went in that tesla wormhole or you know that whole rabbit hole or whatever and uh I, you know, Westinghouse was a major part of a lot of what Tesla did and oh, yeah. just following through what he, what he did. And, you know, There's just great, all, you, just all the, uh, the founding fathers written by Nikola Tesla about George Westinghouse. Was and, it, was it favoring him? Yeah. Or, okay. He yeah. talked about his first time he ever met him. He was 26. Yeah. Uh, and Westinghouse was 10 years old. He was about 35, 36 yeah. years old when he first met him and uh, talked about just what he was like, yeah. and just how incredible he was after yeah, Westinghouse died early on. Yeah. Tesla lived, of course, up until oh, okay, like 50s yeah. or... Right, yeah. Know, he lived a lot longer than I thought. He was like he the Sid Barrett time. from Pink Floyd. Like, yes, I thought he, he was, died yeah, in like... Se- <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Shows up <laughs> you know, that slide, old cliche. Yeah. Stone, you know. Yeah. You're like, well, you know, but anyways... Uh, yeah. But yeah, he, um, he you know, lived in New York by that time and looked yeah. all like a freak and everything and, you know, had pet pigeons and stuff. Yeah. But he kept in touch with Pittsburgh and he kept in touch with Westinghouse. In fact, writing Westinghouse for yeah. funds... For his death ray, yeah, I have that document I got from. Oh, really? Yeah, that's tough. So, so they turned him down, uh, but they, but they did reach out to Pittsburgh and George Westinghouse. Like part of the deal was that Westinghouse, would, the corporation, would give him an allowance every month and pay for his hotel room in New York. Yeah, for the rest of his life. Well, so I, Pittsburgh paid for him forever. I know? did see that, but it was like something like. Westinghouse should have had him royalties like Tesla said was like Tesla didn't give a fuck about the money kind of he was like I just want the science you keep all these millions of dollars that you probably owe me Mm -hmm. and you know just keep doing this and then later on like Westinghouse totally took care of him but I feel like it was kind of a drop in the bucket of what Tesla could have taken Tesla had an idea where it's it's still like a revolutionary idea which is free electricity yeah he invented it you can do it yeah we're purposely choosing not to use this technology. <laughs> yeah. kind of, like, it's crazy. There's only one reason why. It's money. Yeah. It's because you somebody. You can't make money like, off of free. Or whoever, yeah. you know, you name a power yeah. company. It's because they know a different way to make money using this whole yeah. kind of. You, know, you, you don't like it, make your own electricity. how you make electricity. Yeah, yeah exactly. And yeah. up everything. And, you know, you're running out of all this stuff. Yeah. Meanwhile, Tesla figured out you could just flick a switch and, like, literally your phone would be charging. Never even been plugged in because you'd have, like, microwaves. Or like a different type of like radio, like I can't yeah. see the radio. But I could talk to you on my walkie-talkie. He figured out a way to do that with electricity. Yeah, like small bits of it to where it might. Oh, who knows what the long-term effects are? Yeah, you know. But like yeah. electricity is usually used for good. I mean, I'll take purposes. cancer at thirty-five oh, I mean, if I don't have to charge my yeah, phone. Fuck right. yeah, <laughs> dude! I'm in the same yeah. boat. Yeah, in but the like, exact same yeah. boat. You know, so the, then you find things like that all over. Even just Pittsburgh yesterday, these people who were like incredible thinkers and came up with these ideas that nobody ever came up with, yeah. and that either nobody cared about or it's just a lost to time. Yeah. yeah, that's so cool, John. Can you tell everybody where they can find all yeah, your yeah, stuff? That yeah, if I mean, I'm just assume they're going to want to. I want to. So yeah, tell yeah. me Check where out, I can find uh, all your so stuff. Anywhere you find, you could just Google "odd Pittsburgh." You'll find a bunch of cool stuff because I'm, I'm, I'm with tons of different newspapers yeah. and magazines and neat articles. But uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Odd Pittsburgh. I uh, can't miss it. I got the guy with a weird patch. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Pittsburgher. Oh, I'm glad you brought yes. that up. Before yeah. we people before we wrap me, everything who was up. This guy, you know? I'll, I'll pull it up for the people watching because I do have that one. So before we wrap this up, tell everybody who this guy is. He's, yeah. he's the, the picture you yeah, have. Yeah, yeah. So he's kind of like an unofficial mascot. You know, now no one knows his name. It'd be okay. great if I could find out his name. But early on, when I started looking into, like, just interesting Pittsburghers, mm-hmm. I was trying to track down the oldest photos I could find 
of people from Pittsburgh. Like, what is the earliest photo of a Pittsburgher? Right. Does anybody know? So, I, I do. But the, is that uh, him? Well, no, but it's close. It's close. Uh, yeah. There are some earlier photographs. And that's what you call a daguerreotype. So, it's, okay. uh, prior to tintypes. Yeah, yeah. And they were invented around, like, 1845-ish, and were popular prior to the Civil War. And they switched to tintypes. So, that's a daguerreotype. So, you know that, that he was alive sometime around 1845, 1855, Pittsburgh. Okay. And that's it. <laughs> I, I know the photo was taken in Pittsburgh. Uh, because of what's written on the back of it, uh, the original, and that's literally it. So it's kind of a way that I use I use that image as a constant daily reminder to never forget the dead. And uh, and then you you sent me this other guy too. I'll bring up for everybody. It looks like there's a guy. He's like sitting in the chair, leaning back against a desk with a oh, hat yeah, on. Yeah, that's, that's he has a new paper. Yeah, that's that's me. Oh, that's yes, you. That's okay. Right, that's my <laughs> that's like um, you know, <clears throat> most people think that I. Well, I mean, but like the people who follow the page expect things from the page, you know, on a daily basis. So I'm for day, daily basis for years, you know, I've been posting things, reading things, trying to track things down, yeah. trying to, uh, you know, find out something different. But I spend most of my day just like privately researching anything that comes to my mind. And I spend just as much time and devote just as much energy, if not more, to my own personal just curiosity. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, I'll give you a prime example. There's, no one's telling me to do this. There was a cemetery that I used to walk in when I was a kid yeah. by, by where I grew up, and I was always just curious, like, who are the people in the cemetery? Like, mm-hmm. I know the names, but I don't know who they are. And who knows who anybody right, is Right, 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 yeah. So I made it a point to find out who every <laughs> single person in the cemetery was. I, I have, a, like, an Excel spreadsheet, and I literally... I some love real, it. Some some real high kid shit right, right there. Each person, you know, had freaky deaths or yeah. weird things. You find out that Small every pox and person, shit or what? Every person has a story to tell. Yeah. Every single uh, yeah, person, yeah, they're not famous, you know? Like, everybody's got one certain, like... It's so weird that they insane. even have record of each person, though. Oh, yeah. 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 And, then, and yeah. Then the fact that you can now find out these answers. You know, prior, like I mentioned earlier, like, you know, 10 years ago, you'd have no idea how to find some yeah. death certificate that died, you know, 1910 or something. Now it's all free. You can find yeah. it online for free. Yeah. It's just a matter of knowing how to do it yeah. and putting it together. Yeah. So, yeah, I spend my spare time doing stuff like that. Hell like, yeah. For fun, you know? <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah. And then, I mean, I know just as much about religion and sex and philosophy and you know, <laughs> music. I could, you could quiz me on, like, 80s one-hit wonders. Like, yeah. You know, everything there is no You're a big aha uh-huh guy. Uh, you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> always shines on TV. Dexy you know? Midnight yeah, Runners. Like, right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you know I, I actually do. Don't, don't get me started. I do know the history of all those bands. So, the, uh, yeah. <clears throat> You know why it's called Dexter's Midnight Runners? I well, I don't know. Please, Dexedrine, which is a like a speed drug, and they used to take it, and they were they didn't sound like some weird folksy, yeah. weird eighties band. They were like a weird hardcore punk band when they first started. Okay, Dexedrine was the speed they would take, and they called themselves Dexter's Midnight Runners. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, band. that um, makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 but the um, so yeah, it's just a matter of kind of following your curiosity, yeah, to seeing it where it leads. Like I have no agenda, right? Right. So it's just like a matter of. You know, whatever. I think that kind of bleeds through, though, because it's like if it's a passion versus like, oh, it's something I have to do. Like, I feel like you can see, like, uh, like the fruits of your of your labor are better because like you care about it. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, yeah. Well, because you know, like, for real, like everything I post, I'm like, you know, I'm researching things. So many things behind the scenes that I never even talk about. Yeah. uh, Just because I don't 
people probably wouldn't find it interesting. Yeah. Like the details. Right. But like it's important to know the details. Oh, I think it's so cool. Yeah. And like, I, I don't know, maybe it's like just because I'm into history more now than I'm getting older or whatever. But like anyone who like lives in Pittsburgh, who's grown up in Pittsburgh, who's interested in this, or if you haven't and you just want to know some history about some, you know, the area, because it's just a, a American history. It's world it's history American at this history. point. It is. It is. Like yeah, with TV and, and radio and, first and yeah and all this medical advances. Yeah. You know, Tesla hung out here for a while. That's pretty cool. Hell yeah. 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 Like, you know, you get back in the movie. Warner Brothers were from Pittsburgh. David no. Selznick, <laughs> who made Gone with the Wind. He's from Pittsburgh. Oh, wow. You know, I mean, it keeps on going on. Gene Kelly, of course. Yeah. You know, like, it's just the list of people. That's uh, Let alone. It's something literally in the air. Yeah. It's no joke. I mean, you can see it just from the connections that you get from other people in Pittsburgh. Like, Pittsburghers like to help Pittsburgh, you know. Oh yeah, talk about Pittsburgh. And yeah, <laughs> yeah. Imagine like people from Pittsburgh are—you don't have to, yeah. you know, pry it out of them. Yeah, and then you start calling like <laughs> yeah. Pittsburgh pride. Everyone's proud of the Steelers. Everyone's yeah. proud of the. Well, I, I've just given you fifty other things. Right, proud of. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Didn't even know they needed to be on a T-shirt, which should be on a T-shirt. Fucking right. Yeah. yeah. So it's just like, what do you do with that information? I don't know. You you come yeah. and talk about it. That's right. Like, yeah. Do. Let yeah. people know about it. Yeah. I do want to make a TV show about all those world firsts. I actually did already hit up the fucking history. Yeah, man. This guy would uh, do it. I mean, I've got to try it. A a drunk history, you know, stoner history version. Yes, yes, stoner history. Yes, Yes. please. Because like that's literally what I'm doing right now. Is I'm telling these stories, you know. But like, imagine if you could film it in a certain different way. Hell yeah! I feel like all of you you say that, but you mentioned that. Like, I feel like the last hour has been pretty much that. (laughs) Yeah, that's all it is, bro. It is. Yeah, we need to hit up some some big wigs here for sure. Make it happen, dude. Well, yeah. I mean, there's so much opportunity. It's just. Sitting there, you know, and yeah. it's just a matter. We're just touching the tip. I mean, there's so much, you know. <laughs> Hell <laughs> like, yeah, so much. That's what <laughs> we're here for, man. Right, right. <laughs> but John, thank you so much for for joining us tonight. It was super interesting, and I I I, I know, love it. I love it. I'm gonna keep looking at more. And it's not one of those things where it's like, oh, they're in here, so check it out. Check his page out. It's Fucking super cool. Egg. It's sweet. It's Been always it's, for years. Yeah, absolutely. I highly recommend it. John, thank you so much. Yeah, Cheech. This is an excellent episode. Marcus is fucking a, great. Dude. I love Marcus. I'm so happy he came in here. John, I knew he was going to kill it. Both be um, great. Yeah, but like definitely check both of them out. Hell yeah, Marcus's show on on Thursday. Check him out over the weekend. Check John out all the time. And Cheech, it's wonderful to see you. We'll see you see next you, week. Check out the sports show on Wednesday. I'm going to say I'm so happy. Yeah. That I was allowed to be part of your day. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. We hope you had a good time. If you did, be sure to subscribe to the show to catch the latest episodes and share with your friends. We can't promise not to embarrass you. And if you just can't get enough, follow us on Instagram at Poor Man's Podcast 412, Twitter at Poor Man's Pod 412, and Facebook. This is Pittsburgh's own Poor Man's Podcast signing off. See you next week.